This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want if you dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves, 800-259-9231. And that number brought to you by SACL CAI, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian. And Dale. And Mark. And join us on our website, freetalklive.com. You will find that there's a lot of stuff there, and it's all free, unlike those other talk show hosts that want to charge you for their websites. We give it away, so enjoy over at freetalklive.com. We're going to jump right into your phone calls. You can take control, bring up anything. Michael is in Wisconsin. Michael, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Michael. Wisconsin, going once. Michael's gone. 800-259-9231. I don't like Michael anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, so, so much to discuss here uh, tonight. We haven't actually talked about this uh, book burning situation yet. And I guess it's been going on. This has been like the, the hot issue of the week, right? Uh, this pastor somewhere who's talking about how he's going to burn some Korans, going to have a, a Koran uh, book burning day on 9-11, I guess that's tomorrow. And uh, I guess he's been talked out of it, right? This particular guy has been talked out I, of it. I heard he was tricked out of it. Like, like supposedly the people who are going to build the, the mosque, it, it's not actually a mosque, it's like a community center that might have a mosque. Section yeah, in New York City. Yeah, I, I, uh, apparently whoever was going to build it said, "Okay, I won't, I won't build it. Don't burn the Korans." And so he he backed out and said, "Okay, I'm not going to burn the Korans." And the guy said, "Ha ha, actually, I'm going to build it." I don't know. Oh, like really? I think that's what the pastor would like you to believe. Um, that he's not going to, or that he no, that he got tricked by the guy that uh, that, that was going to build the mosque. In fact, it's like one of these situations where a friend of a friend of a friend says, "Oh, don't don't worry about it." And that's just what the pastor says, right? This mm-hmm. is this is the the pastor of a uh, of a church that has a dozen people that go to it that <laughs> says, "Oh yeah, this guy's that's the center of a political whirlwind in New York City told me that if I don't burn a bunch of books, that he won't build his mosque." What? Come on, wake up. <laughs> yeah, okay, so so there's been just so much coverage of it, it's hard to figure out uh, what, yeah, it, what the, indeed, it is what a, the latest it is. It is a warren of, 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 of misfacts mis and, and uh, innuendo. Well, because now, uh, once that other guy, well, there was an announcement at some point that he was not going to burn uh, the, the books. Yes, that was that and was And then uh, after that, of course, other people cropped up, other uh, attention seekers, right, other attention-seeking pastors around the country have now stepped up and taken the mantle of uh, book, book burning. And, of course, uh, people are upset and they're burning American flags. And uh, <laughs> so <laughs> this is... <laughs> It's just sad. It's just so I, I th- sad. Think, Let's uh, solve this problem of an idea we don't like by setting uh, the books on fire. Well, I think that um, once again, you know what we're on this show advocating, and I do advocate this. I advocate that the people that are most likely to listen to me, and that is sort of the middle class, uh, Anglo Westernized American folks, I would advocate cooler heads here. I don't think it's a good idea, and I don't think you're you're going to get more peace, more love, more understanding, and uh, less violence in this world by setting other people's holy documents on fire. However, that being said, if we're going to make generalizations about these people, 
then there's the other people that we can make some generalizations about, too. And that is the sort of Muslim folks out there. There are pictures all over the Internet of Muslims burning everything that is American and westernized, uh, from Bibles to to uh, flags and all up and down the line. And the fact is, this is the fact, right? Like that violence and hate and, and uh, these kind of... Uh, things, uh, you know, not respecting other people, that stuff breeds more of that stuff. So what do the the people that have burned flags, I guess, that are that are Muslim, really, they want this separation. They're getting it. It's the people that don't want the separation that are being hurt on both sides. Do you understand? Yeah. Now, Dale, you were going to say something, but I'd interrupted you before. Oh, um... You kind of just de- derailed my train of thought. But. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> toll-free number here is 800-259-9231. Uh, that is the SACL CAI toll-free line. The story uh, from Sky.com, which is uh, over from the UK, the pastor at the center of the Quran burning row says that the imam behind plans to build an Islamic center near Ground Zero has ignored his deadline to get in touch. Pastor Terry Jones and his colleague, Pastor K.A. Paul, had given the imam two hours to call them on one of two telephone numbers read out on live television. This, uh, this really hamming this up. The deadline passed just after 8.15 uh, without any word from the imam or his team. Dr. Hall said... Why would the imam call these yeah, people? Yeah, that's my thought. Like, you know, like you're, he's supposed to jump... When right. you say, is, okay, like, I'm, I'm calling this pastor out right now. I'm going to burn 10 Bibles if you don't give me a call in, <laughs> in 30 minutes. 30 minutes there, redneck boy. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, that's a terrible, th- what kind of petty thing is that to do? What do I sound like saying that? Like Doc- a lunatic. Dr. Hall said he was disappointed at the imam's silence, but still hoped to fly to New York to meet him. He revealed Pastor Jones had agreed not to burn copies of the Koran on Saturday in the hope of finding a peaceful solution to their grievances about the location of the Islamic Center. He said, I want to be clear and confirm 100% that there will not be Korans burning tomorrow at 6 p.m. as was planned. Instead, we're moving it to 7. <laughs> now, I added the last few uh, yeah. few words, but it's kind of interesting how uh, specific he's very he specific, is. Right. He's just saying that uh, he's postponing it is what he's saying. It's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. And, and, and he's you know, reconsidering later. To juice later. this. Yeah, to milk yeah. this yeah. for as much so publicity. this is a guy that hopes to increase the uh, butts and seats at his uh, tiny, tiny itty bitty church full of hate and uh, you know no love for his brother he's he's gonna go out there and he's gonna be the next fred phelps or whatever that uh stupid church is well they the the other story that i saw today was that uh what church is that fred phelps's church um baptist yeah so that westboro baptist was gonna step up and uh and do the quran burning if this one church did not are they gonna have god hates muslim signs I have no idea. It sounds like something they would do. Uh, Sky News correspondent Robert Nisbet said none of the U.S. cable networks had shown the earlier press conference when the deadline was issued, so the imam might not have been aware of it. Pastor Jones said, planned to fly from Florida to New York on Friday in the hope of meeting Imam Faisal Abdul Rauf on Saturday, the ninth anniversary of the September 11th attacks. He was forced to reconsider when the imam said he had no plans to meet the pastor, although he was open to seeing anyone seriously committed to pursuing peace. Mr. Jones said he had a challenge to give the imam in New York. Uh, I'm sure that'll be really intelligent, whatever that challenge is. 
he was speaking outside his church, the Dove World Outreach Center in Gainesville, Georgia. Oh, excuse me, Florida. <laughs> but there is a Gainesville, Georgia. He then handed over to K.A. Paul, a controversial Christian preacher who's been praying with him. Mr. Paul said the message to Imam Rauf was crystal clear. He said there was a confusion. There is a confusion going on. We want to clear that confusion. Mr. Paul then gave out his own telephone number and that of another pastor and urged Imam Rauf to get in touch either directly or through the media. So right now, I guess the word is it's still off, at least for tomorrow at 6 p.m. You know the way to I, I I think the way to handle this is just not to react at all. But I I don't know that that's very likely. You I mean think as I, far as who? certain, who's who, don't react to the burning of the Korans because that's what he wants is a bunch of a bunch of attention over it. But this you know, is make a big fuss and then this is like, you know what they're just books. I mean they're just it's I I agree completely. I'm not saying you're wrong, but do you under, you understand that the psychology of these folks these are the uh, and, and I'm I'm drawing really broad brushes here, but it is the Muslim faith or the the radical of them that said let's kill this uh, this guy for writing a book about uh, Muhammad. Let's kill the artist for drawing a picture of Muhammad in the Western world. We're not talking about somebody doing it in uh, you know there in the Middle East. We're talking right. about them. You well, know, there's talk about it, right? I mean, they, they, but. But signs and protests and burning an effigy, Pro- people walking yeah. down the street shaking their fists. We're not talking about people, you know, over a cup of that jet uh, jet fuel uh, coffee that they drink uh, in in thimbles, uh, you know, at the the local corner store. Talking about this, we're talking about people who are protesting. They really, I think, they okay. should be happy. I mean, somebody's got to pay for these books, right? So, aren't <laughs> these churches essentially buying? They're, they're supporting the faith. It sounds like right financially. Uh, there's more coming up here at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the Sakel CAI toll-free line. So they're going to pour money into the Muslim religion by buying their Korans to burn. More coming up. In times of economic instability, precious metals are the best hedge against inflation and can be a great investment opportunity. Bullion Investment Corporation is the gold standard in precious metal acquisition. Whether you're in the market for gold, silver, platinum, or palladium, you can leverage up to 400% by taking advantage of the Purchase Power Program. And don't forget about the low price guarantee. BIC will meet or beat the price of any other broker. Bullion Investment Corporation, proudly serving our clients for over 25 years. For more information, call Bullion Investment Corporation now at 1-888-486-1275 or visit goldbullion.net. This is Free Talk Live. We are inviting you to take control of the airwaves. Just dial in toll-free. Bring up anything. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there, including news updates. Get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Go uh, to news.freetalklive.com. You can follow our emailed updates or Facebook or Twitter, whichever works best for you. Head on over to news.freetalklive.com. Think about all those kids in your uh, family and friends and and, uh, kids of uh, uh, friends that you might be able to buy some Christmas gifts for this year. And think, hey, should I get them a book about the ideas of liberty? There's a book. It's called An Island Called Liberty, and it's a it's a cross between Ayn Rand meets Dr. Seuss. It's simple stories, graceful rhymes, and beautiful illustrations on every page will make it one of any child's favorites. You can go now to freemarketunderdog.com and see some samples there. Order today, 10% discount for listeners of Free Talk Live with coupon code FTL. 
an island called Liberty at freemarketunderdog.com. All right, we're going to continue here. We're going to take your phone calls about whatever's on your mind. Uh, but the news that we wanted to start the show out with was a comment on uh, this whole Koran burning situation where apparently the uh, pastor who originally was planning to burn the Koran has what it sounds like has delayed his plans. He's not saying he's never going to do it. He's saying he's not going to do it tomorrow at 6 p.m. Uh, now there are other uh, pastors. He's saying, are, I sure like the attention, yeah. and I'm willing to talk to people as long as I get it. it. Right, and now there are other pastors around the country who have said, wow, that really worked great for his publicity. Let's do the same thing. And so there are at least two, if not uh, more, that uh, are planning on doing Koran burnings tomorrow, including the Westboro Baptist Church. You're welcome to comment on this or bring up whatever's on your mind. Let's talk to Jerry in Virginia. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Jerry. Afternoon. Hey, Good Jerry. afternoon. It's what's, nice to talk with you guys, yes, sir. What's on your mind uh, tonight? Well, I'm a I'm a coast to coast truck driver, and I'm a little bit too educated for the kind of job I do. So I listen to a lot of talk radio, and I think a lot about a lot of things. But I'm also um, one of those born again Christians, and I uh, just wanted to suggest to you guys that uh, it's pretty clear to me that you guys are on the opposite side of the fence from from these pastors in uh, Florida, and that um, I'm not sure you've got exactly the right take on their positions on, on this Koran burning. What's the, um, what's the right take? Well, I'm not, I'm, not being in a, I'm not in a position where I can speak for them, but I know a lot of pastors, and I know they're pretty honest guys, and uh, I don't know any of them that are actually out looking for attention or publicity. What? Um, I, I mean, these guys stand a... in front of a church, dude. They have a whole bunch of pews that face them. You're saying they're not interested in attention? No, well, I'm saying that that is generally not the big motivator. Uh, if it is in this case, then I would I would kind of be surprised at that. Um, I think what they're what they're doing is, um, yeah, they're they're trying to make a point and get the attention of the national media, but the idea is not to draw attention to themselves, I don't think, but just to do make, Hollywood, it, uh, do make, Hollywood... make the statement. I think, I think the point is they want to make the statement that we in America and the, the radical Muslims that are, um, are, are, are setting fires and uh, doing crazy things over in Afghanistan and Iraq and Iran and wherever they're doing it they're um they're not necessarily representative of uh of the kind of people that that uh that you and i would deal with every day they're not we're not all the same oh, what? we're not all the same kind of people muslims you're kind of rambling can you i mean like it sounds yep. to me like neither the other thing is the the people that are trying to build this mosque uh there's no reason yep. to think those are radical muslims either so what does that well, have to do with it? There, there's a different. There are differences of opinion on that too. The guy that's uh, uh, apparently the head imam that wants to build that was sent by to, George Bush. To be given mixed messages. Was was sent well, by George that, Bush to the Middle East as an envoy yep, of of uh, yep. you know moderate Islam. That's true, and that's only one of George's many mistakes. Oh, as much as, as I'm a conservative right. and a How Christian, about this? How about this? Like Under George. what circumstance yep. would an imam be doing the right thing to set a whole bunch of Bibles on fire? 
Uh, no, but they do that routinely. I'm asking you a question. You just dodged the question, Mr. Smart Guy. I'm asking you, under what circumstance would it be appropriate for an imam to set a bunch of Bibles on fire? Well, the Muslims of all kinds do it all the time. That is not they, an so answer that, to the question, wait a minute, sir. You're, you're, as, but, you're answering the question with collectivism. You're saying yep. they do this and they do that. You're being asked a very yep. specific question that has to do with individuals. Mark, uh, can One we, yep. more time. Under what circumstance would it be okay? Would it be proper? Would it be justified for an imam to set fire to a bunch of Bibles? I can think of no circumstance. Then it where is that under no circumstance is but, it justifiable but, for a preacher to set a bunch of Korans on fire. I don't. I don't know that that's justified either. But there, okay. then uh, it's unjustified behavior. It's the wrong thing to do. It does not build bridges. It does not show the love of Jesus. It says it kicks sand into the face of other people who who want uh, who have have had plenty of sand kicked in their face and makes them that much more likely to kill us. If you want to use collective terminology, well, that's someone. It makes someone more likely. Have a good point there. You have a good point. However, my my suggestion would be that in America we tend to think that everybody around the world would think the way that we do. They don't. Uh, there, there are lots Who of Muslims who just plain want to kill everybody in America. Look, uh, and apparently there are a bunch of pe- preachers that just plain want to kill Muslims. I mean, what do you, what do you think, uh, think you're saying incorrect. to someone when you take their holy book and set anything. it on fire? Now, those guys don't want to kill any Muslims. They just want to make a point. That we're not all the they same. They want all-out war, dude. Muslims, if you're taking somebody, okay, give me your ahead. Bible, let me pee <laughs> on it, and you tell me how you're going to feel. <laughs> Jerry, uh, I think you shut me up, right? Jerry, you're right here. Look, uh, you 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 keep using these collective terms like we in America think this about the people around the world as though uh, yeah. <laughs> we're yeah, right. all the same. And you just said we're not all the same. And uh, not everybody who lives on this plot of land thinks that everybody who lives on different plots of lands uh, are are all the same, at least in their belief systems. I do believe that we're Correct. all the same in that we're all human beings and that none of us right. is better than another uh, than another one of us. I think that the people that advocate violence against their neighbors whether they call themselves Christian or whether they call themselves Muslim or whether they're they're non-religious or whatever, as long right. as they're advocating violence, then I disagree with that uh, with that person. Yeah, and I and there too. are Muslims who advocate too. violence, and there are Christians who advocate violence. And I think that uh, that those people, people calling themselves Christians who advocate violence or for support war, or Muslims who do the same thing who advocate violence or support war, are not real adherents to their religion because from talking to Muslims and from talking to real Christians. Christians, real Muslims and real Christians, uh, the, the, I find that they're both peaceful religions. They're, they're both uh, the ideas, the, the the tenets of their religions are are based in peace and and love for their fellow man. And I think the idea that uh, that they're anything but that is just that they've been corrupted by uh, people like these pastors and the warmongers out there and that sort of thing. And I want to thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing okay, from you. Thank you. Eight hundred. Drive safe out there. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. The SACL C. AI toll free line. A man with at least the intellectual honesty to admit that, uh, that you made some good points there, Mark. Uh, so Just eight, made them loud. 800 259 9231. That's the uh, toll free number you dial in. Bring up anything. Free talk. 
MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpaks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves. Just dial in toll-free. Bring up what you want, 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the webcam. You can watch, listen, and chat. Our chat room's built into the same page, uh, so get interactive over there. You can actually pop the chat room out, too, if you want to. You can just go full screen with the chat uh, if you dig that. Uh, and you can do the same thing with uh, the, the webcam. So enjoy over at cam.freetalklive.com. It's totally free. Yeah, and it's brought to you by memorydealers.com. They're your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. They've got the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers that are 100% compatible with all the major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, and up to 99% off of list price. They can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements. Um, including private labeling. It's MemoryDealers.com. All right. Let's continue with your phone calls. You can take control of the airwaves. Go to Bruce listening to WCER in Canton, Ohio. Hello, Bruce. Bruce in Canton. Going once. Bruce in Canton. Going twice. Hello. Can you hear me? Hey, is this Bruce? No, okay. Uh, You have an interesting topic there. Uh, Thanks, Bruce. What's on your mind? Go ahead. I think there's a sinister motive by the news media playing up this, you know, book burning of the Koran. I think it's uh, playing right into the uh, one world religious uh, system, prophesied in Revelation at the end time. You have to be tolerant of all religions, and you can't speak out, or you could be be guilty of a hate crime. Well, wait a minute. Why would why wouldn't you want to be tolerant of other people's choices? I mean, what's wrong with that? Uh, well, Christianity is is an intolerant religion. John fourteen six, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Christianity, is, I mean, as far as the way to heaven is, is intolerant of other faiths. And I mean, you know... Most faiths are. I mean, most faiths I mean, are that's intolerant. How they are but if you, if you take that position, you're going to come under uh, persecution of this forming one world religious system. You, you actually can. Um, it's already happening in other countries. There's already... Uh, there's already um, crimes for speaking against certain religions and things like that, and other com- I mean, they they do not. I mean, we don't really have free speech here. It's it's talked about and there's rhetoric about it, but uh, it's really it's not. They don't even have the rhetoric in some countries. They're just you know, in some European countries where well, it's already. It seems to me that Christians have to to, to really look under some some uh, uh, you know heavy boulders in order to find the kind of uh, persecution that they really are looking for. Like persecu- <laughs> the, the religion, yeah. the, Christ- I mean, the Christian religion is based around persecution, and um, it you know, they haven't been for oh seventeen centuries or so. So they really got to look hard to find that persecution. These Muslims are stealing our Christmas and that kind of thing. And I just you know, no, it's the secularists that are stealing Christmas. Yeah, well, whomever it is. It's always somebody who's out to get the Christians for doing something. Well, and no, I, Dale, know, I, I, for one, am uh, you know uh, kind of tired of hearing the majority religion in the United. 
United States talk about how being persecuted. they're being persecuted. Well, Dale, yeah. I don't think anybody supports those laws that you're talking about, not on this show, uh, the ones that uh, will, will essentially prevent people by law from critiquing other religions. You know, by all right. means, speak out. Right. Uh, by all means, if you want to be hateful, well, then you that's can still your business. Do it. You can still do it to, for the large part in America. You can speak out against other religions right. I, and, I support and not the, be convicted of a hate crime for yeah, it. And, and I support these pastors, these attention-seeking pastors, in their right to burn their property. I mean, if it's their Quran, if they paid for it, they should be able to burn set a Quran, it on fire. Burn a Bible, burn a, burn a flag. I, I don't think care. It's, it's yours. I, I think it's uh, it's probably a, a poor choice. Um, it's not going to create. It's general. not going to create friends. It's not. It gonna doesn't cre- seem like something that somebody who uh, ad- adheres to a, a religion based on love or forgiveness uh, would would adhere to. But this is you're not saying that. You're saying that Christians are intolerant, and I think that intolerance doesn't usually go along with love, does it? Uh, you guys aware of Revelation 17? I, you know, I've read the whole uh, the new, the new anyway, Testament. Anyway, it talks times. about a great a great whore, a great harlot called Mystery Babylon, uh-huh. and she's riding this beast, which I believe is the one world government at the end of time. Okay, well that's speculation. And, and the woman is controlling the one world government, it's riding it, uh-huh. and the woman is drunken with the blood of the saints. Women's are I mean, evil. So what what does that mean? What, Who's the woman? What, that, what, what what I'm trying to get out is this coming one world religious system is going to be a persecuting power. And if you're not part of it, you know, and you're saying, I'm the way, you know, like what Jesus the, said, you're going to be in big trouble. The, I think this is an alternative motive of playing this up in uh, the news what, media. What is the one-world government uh, religion? What is the one-world religion that's that's coming along? Are you, are, you, are you aware of Albert Pike? Albert you ever heard Pike? of Albert Pike? No. He, he, re- he led Scottish Rite Freemasonry, uh, like from uh, 1850 to 1880. Uh-huh. Hi- high-level Satanist. He wrote the book <laughs> Morals and Dogma. It's like the handbook of Freemasonry. The Satanist he was wrote an Morals about, and Dogma. Okay. He was an about worshiper of Lucifer. Okay. Anyway, he had a dream in 1871 from the devil. Uh-huh. He wrote it down and he sent it to Giuseppe Mazzini, who led Freemasonry in Europe. It's in a library in England. Uh-huh. And anyway, he, 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 the, the, the devil showed him way back in 1871 there'd be three world wars. And he described World War One and World War Two to a T. You type it in on the internet. Well, a dream, a dream he, he said, had. He said of the, the third devil. world war would be between Christianity yeah. and Islam. Destroy both and bring in the one world order into Lucifer. So the, oh, yeah. the, the end time religion. It makes be a great story. So what, what is it? A wait dream a he had about the devil so told him. Wait something, a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's still that. It was a very lengthy answer, and I don't know if you really well, quite answered the you, question. You asked me the question. Is it's going to be a, a Lucifer? Uh, so it's going to be a, a third religion. It's not going to be Christianity Satanism. or Islam. It's, it's going to be Satanism. Some, now, be who's worshiping Satan right wait a now? Is that what, what is it, Wait, wait, wait. Is that what well, you said? It, is it Satanism? You're going to have to be tolerant of all religions, but... What? I'm tolerant of Satanists. As far as I'm concerned, if you want to worship Satan, I think you're yeah. silly, <laughs> but you can go ahead and do it. Yeah. Wait I mean, a minute. Is I'm that what you're saying? Hold on. I want to I want to hear it from Bruce. If you speak... Once this thing is set up, and you speak out against... You know anybody's religion, uh, and you, you don't want to go along with it. You're going to be in big trouble. I mean, you're, you're, there are going to be hate crime Wait, laws. Wait, can there. I can I please, Bruce? I would like to get you to answer this clearly. You mentioned okay, Luc- Lu- uh, Luciferian or whatever. Are you saying that the one world religion that you're predicting here, that the cat you mentioned uh, pre- predicted, is going to be Satanism, the the worship of Lucifer? Uh, ultimately, yeah. Okay, so that's going to Probably come about the guise how? of something else. As my, as well, I, 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 right. I, you, you want me to answer? Yeah. All religions are looking for their Messiah, including uh, 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 Imminijad, 
from Iran. He's looking for the 12th Imam. The Jews are looking for the Messiah. Uh, Christians are looking for a Messiah. He's going to come. The Antichrist is going to come first and hoodwink everybody. And everybody's going to accept him as their Messiah. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it sounds laughable to us, but, but a Bruce, lot of people believe that. I right. mean, Bruce, it's true. Bruce, uh, you know. I, I guess I have this question for you. Wouldn't right. you agree that the world in general, if you're looking at the world's population, that it is moving, especially Western civilization, is moving away from sort of uh, weird religions that where people have six arms and uh, wield a hammer that uh, you know s- strikes lightning, walk on water, turn water to wine. They're weren't, they're moving away from the weird stuff and more towards a sort of secular view of the world and how is that going to come together with satan ruling the world because there's not very many satanists out there yes but uh once this being comes on the scene it's going to be supernatural and i believe it's going to be accompanied by a lot of uh possible ufos you know that kind of thing and uh it's going to be on tv and all the world leaders are going to bow down them the news media is going to play it up and uh, he's going to say, I've come to unite all religions. And uh, Do you have a time frame for this? What's that? Do you have a time frame for this? I, I think it's imminent. Well, I, I think, meaning I what? think this war we're about to get into with Iran is going to lead directly to it. Well, that, that's, that's just it. I mean, he's not telling a, a real news story. A lot of people believe in this sort of yeah. the, the, uh, the, the reckoning or the... Uh, what what's the word for it, Mark? We had last week somebody whisper telling saying that uh, demons whisper it. stuff in your ears. I you know I I'm so, sorry. So, I just I, I cannot get into the idea. I was oh, watching living it's, it's with the, me, I was watching living with the mech a couple of months ago where you're talking about some people who are stone age. Their houses are made out of bamboo. Their hammers are rocks tied to sticks. And these people are talking about how demons are making the people sick in the in the in the village or whatever it is this this place where a few families live and. I, you know, it looks so laughable when they do it because they call their demons something different than demons. But they're just demons. Here we are in 2010. People that drive around combustion automobiles and fly through the air in airplanes <laughs> talking about demons. All right, more coming up here. Bruce, <laughs> I'd like you to hang on if you don't mind. I've got another question for you. More coming up with Bruce. Your calls as well at 800 259 9231. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Ovaltine. Give your kids the nutrition they need to be their best. Visit us at OvaltineUSA.com. Telling your child about healthy food choices is important, but showing her what to eat goes a lot further. Have her help create the grocery list, then bring her to the store with you. Picking out healthy foods together helps kids get in the habit of thinking about what they're eating every day. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash YourFamilyToday. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves. Just dial in toll-free to bring up whatever you want, 800-259-9231. Then ever brought to you by SACL CAI, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features on our site for free. So head on over and enjoy them, freetalklive.com. Uh, and uh, if you like the show, by the way, and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can go to promote.freetalklive.com. Get a whole list of things you can do to help get Free Talk Live on more radio stations around the country and bring more Internet listeners on board as well. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. Dale is here with us from anarchyinyourhead.com uh, tonight. 
And Dale, uh, I'm going to draw a cartoon soon. I was going to ask you about that. I was going to put you on the spot because uh, there have been some troubles uh, behind the scenes of the the movie making process. These things happen. Someone pointed Um, out it's been three months since I drew one, which doesn't surprise me considering how busy I've been. Literally 16 to 20 hour days. You've been putting it in a lot of time being a movie maker, being a director and a writer and a producer and all of that stuff. And uh, unfortunately, infectious diseases (laughs) have threatened the cast. Uh, So we'll leave it at the the discussion at that. Uh, We actually did talk about it as an issue on the show, I think. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. So so filming has been put on hold, which means more time for cartoons. Well, and unfortunately, the winner's going to have to get over with before we can try again. So before we can get back at it. So anarchyinyourhead.com. Go get more of Dale over there, and we will, uh, and hopefully you'll pick up a video blog again, because it's been a while since you've done those. Yeah, that's true, and I have fancy cameras to do it with now. No excuse now. (laughs) All right, let's go back to uh, Bruce, I think is still with us, listening in Canton to WCER. Bruce, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still there. All right, I just, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to patronize you. I don't want to pretend like I know what you're saying. Too Uh, late. And and I I want to understand, I want to really get it. Uh, what it is that you're saying here. So let me recap what I heard you say and during the last segment and tell me where I got, where I got it wrong. All right. All right. So you're saying that there's going to be this one world religion c- that will come about after a war between primarily Christians and Muslims. Yeah, right. It's going on right now. Yeah, we got he's, that, that. That much is true. Uh, okay. And, and so that, uh, that at that, at that point, aliens are going to come down and the aliens will essentially uh, bring the people of the earth together to worship them. Is that all correct? It, it, aliens along with uh, Satan and impersonating their messiahs. So are the aliens aliens or are the aliens like demons? Uh, they're demons. They're demons. Okay, so so they don't live on another planet or they... Uh, they have access to some of the planets, but they also are inside the earth. Wait a minute. Okay, now wait a minute. Now, so the alien, these aliens slash demons... Are going to? How are they going to get people to worship them? Is it going? Because Mark oh, mentioned that. Wait a minute. Mark mentioned that uh, people are becoming more secular. They're more. They're less likely to believe uh, silly old religious stories these days, especially in Europe and other places uh, in, in that area uh, of the world. And even America, I think, is slowly becoming a little bit more uh, more secular. So, so there are a lot of skeptics out there. A lot of people that are going to look at this and be pretty skeptical about it. What are they going to do to persuade people? Can I tell you what's going to happen? Yeah, sure. please. I'm reading from uh, Revelation 13 oh, boy. and uh, verse 13 and 14. Can you 14. summarize it and not read from uh, it? i just read it. He doeth great wonders, so he maketh fire <laughs> to come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men, and deceiveth them by the means of those miracles, which he had sight had part of doing the sight of the All right, people. what does that it's, actually it's mean miracles. to you? They're, they're, he's going to got fire come down from heaven. He's going to... Do great, great wonders. He's a lot of that stuff isn't miracles anymore, though, because people right. can make fire come down from so heaven. Like, Bruce, if you, you made you fire that, come down that from that guy, the mind freak guy? The, that magician, yeah, and uh, Satan is like a thousand times more. Uh, <laughs> David well, Blaine. But, but none of that would actually be <laughs> a nobody miracle. worships David See, Blaine. That, right? Hold on, no, none, none of that would wonders. be a miracle. He's do these magic tricks. He's going to deceive everybody. Well, that, none of that would be a miracle these days because technology is advancing so fast and so quickly right now that that human beings have the technology to make fire come okay, down from I, heaven. Okay, but but what I want to know, right, is, it, but what, if somebody could make fire come down from heaven, Bruce, if you could make fire come down from heaven, I wouldn't worship you. 
This is what I, I want to know. I think you were like a, a mutant from X Men or something. I would certainly be impressed. I'd say, "Whoa, you can make fire come down from heaven. That is really cool." But I, it's not going to make me want to worship yeah, you. Yeah, I would think he's a mutant from X Men. A, a lot or something. of people will though. Wait a, a minute. Hold on, Bruce. I want to make sure I'm clear on something. All These right. uh, aliens slash Satan slash whatever they are, demons that come down and start pre- performing these acts of whatever the fire coming down, maybe maybe healing people. Are right, they right. are they going to uh do do they have to convince you? Do you have to be persuaded uh to uh, to worship them or will it be something like, well, we're going to exterminate you if you don't worship us? I mean, uh, is that, it going to be where, that's where it's all heading to, yeah. Okay, so you are it's saying like, you know, that's what the Bible says, if you don't bow down or you know, fall along the agenda, you're going to get killed. So, if you don't worship the image of the beast, you're going to get your head cut off. So why bother persuading? Why bother performing the miracles? Why not just come down? Well, the, m- most people in the world are going to go along with it. The great, all the world's going to wonder after it, the Bible says. And there'll just be a small group of people that won't. And they'll say, no, we're not going along with this. We're mm-hmm. not following this guy. And they're, they're going to get killed. Now, you, be believe that, you believe that before this happens, you're gone, right? Like you no, no, the, I don't believe that. You, That's a false you know, teaching. Oh, really? Uh, Can it, I ask? We're, we're this brings up a question. This. this really brings to mind a question. There's um, <laughs> all these people, all these stories of of uh, miracles that happened in the Bible. How do we know that? In, in maybe some portion of those were not actually demons and not people of God or prophets or whatever. Well, that's true. You got to test the spirits. Do you think? That, <laughs> how do you do that? <laughs> this, this, this guy with this being is going to come down. He's going to he's going to promote the United Nations. He's going to promote. Uh, the agenda of the one world government, and the true Christians are going to know he's a phony, and they're not going to go along with it. Do you think that uh, the flu, that flu, the the flu uh, illness is caused by a virus, or do you think it's caused by demons? Uh, I think a lot of it's the, the vaccines are giving people are dangerous or poisoning them. Well, we had flu before we had uh, uh, vaccines. They're, they're, they're vaccines, they're I don't believe, are generally given for viral infections. Is that, am I right there? Uh, no, yeah, you can give a vaccine. Okay, vaccine. For uh, maybe I'm thinking you're getting a mix up with antibiotics, which yeah, are specifically for bacteria. Um, yeah. So, you know, but people had the flu before the influenza was around before vaccines were vaccines. The flu really is became, a virus, actually. Came, yeah, it became popular in the 50s. Um, so, and I'm with you. My, I didn't vaccinate my child. I'm not. Uh, Good. I'm not. I'm not all for that, but I don't believe, in fact, that demons make people ill. So I'm asking you. you you've been talking a lot about demons, and it is a common philosophy for people that believe in demons to believe that demons make people sick. And I'm. And as a matter of fact, Jesus, rather than going around teaching people about sanitation, washing your hands, uh, don't <laughs> don't wipe your hands with uh, don't don't wipe your 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 bum with your hand and then uh, stick it in your mouth. You know, rather than telling people about sanitation, decided to drive out some demons. So I'm just asking you: Do you think that illnesses are caused by demons no not necessarily but they can't do that okay uh, the, book, the book of job is uh, you know details that quite a bit all right bruce you mentioned that uh we're going to go i want to go back to the aliens thing because this is uh-huh. you know this is really interesting and bruce bruce is con- really concerned this is going to happen so uh so the aliens come down they start performing miracles they live in the earth too so they come up okay bruce, can, I tell you what's gonna lead, can i tell you what's going to lead up to it no you, the war etc hold on i've got a question about the okay, uh, the, right. the, the aliens so they come down, they start performing miracles in order to persuade people to come on board and worship them, to leave their existing religions and join the cult of the UFO or whatever, and and they do that. But as you say, there is going to be a small group of people that will refuse. So, like for me, for instance, uh, I don't want to worship anybody, and I don't care if they come from outer space or inner space or whatever. So you, you, uh, You'll be forced to. You'll be forced to make a decision. 
Okay, so at that point, if uh, if they say, all right, now you will uh, perish unless you... So it's we're done with the persuasion. Now you're going to perish if you don't uh, start worshiping us. And if at that point I choose to uh, you know, not worship them and choose perish, what happens to me? You, you get beheaded. Then what? In your, belief system, in your belief system, then what happens to me? If you don't go along with it, you're going to be taken off one of these camps and killed. And After I'm dead, what happens to me? Well, if you're, if you're, when you're in Christ, you're, you'll be in the kingdom. If I never believed in Christ up until that point either, what happens uh, to me? Then you're in big trouble. You'll end up in the lake of fire. Boy, so much for principle. Huh? I thought that um, you know, I thought that the lake of fire was made for the demons and for Satan. Right, I mean, but it's would... also for people that refuse. So refusing Christ, to yeah. worship so God the demons. Created, how, what what percentage do you think of human population would uh, end up in this lake of fire? Just uh, you know, on the whole, because you said that <laughs> the, the great majority, the great majority, ninety five percent. It's a loving I'm, God I'm, for I'm, you. I'd say, I'd say well over three quarters. How can you say. call your God loving? Well, you believe I said it, Christianity is a, a, a kind of a strict way. So, so you don't I believe God is loving? You, your God is not all he's loving. A, he's a God of love, but... Uh, it's nonsense. You know, it's his way. You know, we got we to... Oh, his, his way, way or the highway. Do you think that it's loving to, uh, to, to for for God to create the world? He he creates the he, he's the one who gave this uh, this this book that I don't believe. It's it sounds it seems ludicrous to me. Believe me, I've read the thing cover to cover more than soon. one Lake time, and I don't believe it. I have uh, you know accumulated these these facts, but you know he's going to judge me based on that. Right, Does that right. seem fair? You, you, you'll be judged for, for the knowledge you've had. I'm going to stand up there. I'm going to stick my finger right no, in his face. And I'm going to say, God, send me to hell. No, you need to humble yourself. In a- I'm not humbling nothing. <laughs> I have I have studied this, and it is silly. Thanks, Bruce. Appreciate your call tonight at 800-259-9231. The Sickle CAI toll-free line. Hour 2 is next. This is Free Talk Live. Okay, here's the long and the short of it. If you name the worst politicians in America today... Nancy Pelosi is going to be on your top 10 list. She's awful and she's powerful. There is a principled anti-war Republican running against her, however, and his name is John Dennis. He's already beaten the establishment Republican in the primary, but he's going to need all of the financing he can get to bring down the political juggernaut that is Nancy Pelosi. He can do it, but only with your help. I've donated to John Dennis's campaign, and I would like to encourage you to also. Now is the time. Nancy Pelosi is politically vulnerable, and it's unlikely that we're going to get another candidate like John Dennis. He's the only type of Republican that can win in San Francisco. In my opinion, he is as, if not more, principled than Ron Paul. Go to johndennis2010.com and donate today. johndennis2010.com. He is Hope for America. This ad paid for by John Dennis for Congress 2010. JohnDennis2010.com. I'm John Dennis, and I approve this ad. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site free. So head on over and enjoy those. Uh, The main feature, by the way, allows you, the listener, to influence some of the stuff we'll talk about on the air by 
submitting things that you think that are pretty cool or interesting or outrageous. Uh, whatever it is you find online that you want to share with our listeners, you just submit it to the website. You can use our handy new book uh, bookmarklet to do that as well. There's details in the left column of uh, freetalklive.com about that. But it makes it easier to submit a story to the site. And then it pops up in our upcoming uh, queue and other listeners can then vote as to whether they like or dislike your suggestion. You can vote on things too. And the most voted up will make it to the front page and the top of the website. Head on over, get interactive, and uh, enjoy over at freetalklive.com. As we continue taking your calls about what you want, going to Art, listening in California. Art, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Dale and Mark. Hey, uh, hello, good afternoon. Hi, uh, Art. I was glad you took a lot of time with that last guy. I thought that was pretty great. Thank um, you. Go ahead with your thoughts. I just thought, I thought that maybe it would be cool to, to burn some law books, too, along with this. <laughs> you might go to jail and for I that. Think of some That's other expensive. Books. I think of bring the nation together and uh, burn each other's books and then... You know, sit down and, um, and maybe burn the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, you know, and get everybody fired up and excited. Everybody's sick of uh, the status quo. Yeah, it's not it's not a bad idea, um, although yeah, I, I think... Yeah, that's what brings people together. I think right? burning, uh, burning things doesn't really bring all them. all the houses in the cities and they got all their human rights, you know, going going forward. It's pretty good. I like the tongue-in-cheek uh, approach there. That's that's very good. Uh, you know, as far as burning law books, law books, though, they're fairly expensive. I mean, I, I don't know of any cheap law books. Qurans, you can get Qurans with gold-plated covers and leather-bound, uh, horribly expensive books. Yeah, but they're likely when they're burning the Qurans, uh, when these pastors are going to be burning the Qurans, they're going to be burning the uh, the cheapies. You know, you don't want to yeah. you don't want to spend a lot of money for the it. ones they leave in the hotels yeah, for people. The, the Gideon version <laughs> of the Quran. <laughs> what is that yeah, going to happen? Well, I wonder when I'm going to be other ones in there too. Let's get the, the Talmud in there. That's uh, that's a that needs to be burned. Yeah. What am I, I going to be in a hotel and find a Quran? I mean, I, you know, in the in the in the table. In yeah. the little drive, uh, it won't be bad. long. It shouldn't be too long. Oh, I don't know about that. Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you at 800 see, That doesn't freak me out. It doesn't freak me out that I might find a Quran in a, in a hotel room. I'm like, it would be like, oh, wow, Christianity doesn't have a stranglehold anymore. So that's kind of nice, yeah. you know. So. Toll free number 800-259-9231. I personally don't need to see another religious text in uh, in, in my hotel room. I mean, I, I don't need to have a library of uh, the world's religious texts put into the, uh, the the hotel rooms that I stay in. Yeah, I, I agree. Have, I have no use for that, and it's uh, of no interest to me. I think that the callers, uh, you know, sort of pointing out that burning, burning people's uh, uh, precious documents, whether they're, you know, their, their legal documents or whether they're their uh, religious documents— does not do anything to bring people together is uh you know it was incredibly uh, insightful you know i think there's actually a certain optimism i have about it and that i think if there were a lot of different religions actually having more of a voice it would be, wouldn't be before very long before we'd have to have a secular society i mean i think the only re- the reason we we don't now is partly because there is this one religion that has a tremendous influence i don't i don't agree um it's like saying that if we could only have more uh, major league baseball teams then people wouldn't like one of them and the fact is they so do it doesn't matter that they like one of them the point is that there would be like competition of ideas and it would not be possible but it's to cater a competition to all of, of bad ideas i mean my 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 magic guy can do things that your magic guy can't do my magic guy will send you to some place that i can't prove uh, measure or quantify oh yeah well my magic guy will send you to some place that you can't prove uh, measure or quantify and give you 40 virgins well my magic you know i mean it's just it's this i don't know man i mean it's I, i'm i'm for people finding spiritual peace 
piece. Well, I'm no, all I, for that. I'm, I don't, I'm not a fan of any of them. Don't get me wrong. I know wrong. you're not. I mean, I, you know, as you know, I'm a spiritual person. I'm not a religious person. So it's, it, it, I'm not a fan of any of them. I just, I really want, I, 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 it's like, I think that if you give a, if you give crazy people like, uh, you know, give them plenty of free speech to, you know, give them plenty of rope to hang themselves with. You yep. know what I mean? Let yeah, them I speak that. out. And I mean, that's, you, we let that guy talk right. for a long time because he was that. entertainingly, spectacularly silly. I mean, right. those stories were, I mean, yeah, I mean. And this probably is stuff, not too unusual, at least yeah. as far as people. Well, with no, his... exactly. There's a lot of people who, that's what I was saying is there are a lot of people. I mean, we're laughing at it. And it is funny to me that people believe that kind of, that demons are coming out of the sky and out of the alien earth. Demons. And alien demons. Alien demons. <laughs> uh, it's, it's some great stuff. You know, it's, it's, you know. But uh, it's very entertaining. It could, you know, make a great movie, and 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 they have in fact made movies like that. But um, and it is it is laughable. But what I was no- noting is that there are a lot of people that think that way. Sure, but uh, you know what I get got a question is the competition in silly stories about alien demons and, and how that's going to benefit anyone. Let's go to the phones and the fun. And talk to you about what you want. Mike is in California. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Mike. Mike, California. Going once. Mike in California going twice. Let's try someone else. How about Bill listening in Canton to WCER? Hello, Bill. I'm Fred here. Oh, Fred in Canton. Uh, sorry about that mistake. What's on your mind tonight, Fred? Okay. Uh, yesterday we've been talking about the uh, Reverend Jones uh, burning the Koran. And yes. at the same time as we've been, uh, and the reprisal that we're going to get if we burn the Koran. At the same time, yesterday, over in Russia, who was not burning the Koran, as far as I know, they had a Muslim suicide bomber take out quite a few people. I do believe, and I can predict, that it will happen here in this country also. What's taking so long? What's taking so long? I mean, it's been almost a a decade uh, since the September 11th attacks, and there hasn't been a single... Uh, bombing of of any sorts uh, in this I country said a since suicide then. Suicide bomber. You're going to uh, you'll have them yeah, because I, uh, the Quran preaches such things. But we why? why well, wait a minute. But why, but you've got all these supposed Muslims that are taking over. I mean, the Christ, a lot of the paranoid Christians out there that have called this show. I'm not saying all Christians are paranoid, but uh, the certainly paranoid been, ones. Certainly, some of them call the show would, would like you to believe that it's a Muslim horde. They're taking over America. It's a jihad, and you know, and now you're saying that there's going to be suicide bombing. So if uh, what I'm asking you is, if all these Muslims are so hateful and uh, and and angry and likely to bomb something, then what's taking so long? It's been a decade. Yes. Look at your other countries that have these Muslims in them, and you'll find out that they cause problems. And they are what will is cause taking so long? Also. Can you explain to me if the Muslims are supposedly under orders to take over and destroy things, then why hasn't anybody bombed anything since okay. September 11th? Well, right at the moment, uh, we've had some honor killings in this country already, which I really disagree with. What's an honor killing? But I, huh? What is an honor killing? Well, one uh, Muslim killed his two daughters, I believe it was, and then he uh, ran and was getting on an airplane and went back over to the Middle East, and that was reported. Okay, so because Christians his, uh, have personal was, family uh, issues a lot, too, where the Christians kill uh, each other in their own families. That has happened, too. So that doesn't mean that there's a movement afoot uh, to kill for Christians to murder their daughters in the bathtub or something like that. Uh, so, so, again, I would like to ask... 
Why You're not hasn't, getting an answer. I, clearly, I'm not <laughs> getting an answer. Why haven't they bombed anything? You're saying they're going to be suicide bombing. Saying somebody went crazy and killed a few family members is not equivalent to someone going and murdering strangers uh, at some location in public. Well, they did it over in Russia. Well, you uh, are ignoring my, my and point. And they have done it in other countries. Well, you know, in Russia, they um, it's it's not like the Russians were just going along doing their little um, Russian Orthodox thing, and they've never messed with anybody or anything. I mean, these uh, the the Russian governments and the uh, the, the governments of the, the 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 sort of Eastern Bloc countries have have uh, been persecuting Muslims for decades over there. No wonder the Chechnyans are trying to blow things up. Uh, if if the Muslims ran this country, and you felt the only way that you could get a certain amount of justice for you. You, your family and the people you love was by blowing yourself up you might consider it too thanks bill appreciate the call at 800-259-9231 that's the SACL cai toll free line you can take control of the airwaves bring up whatever's on your mind 800-259-9231 this is free talk live So, you want to move to New Hampshire for liberty? nhmove.info has articles, links, and activism alerts to help you decide exactly where and how to make your move. Even job listings. Browse the inventory of liberty blogs, sites, and media, or promote your own efforts. All free at nhmove.info. If you're moving to New Hampshire, you better go now and bookmark nhmove.info. Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online. Freetalklive.com is the place to go. And the features there are free, so you can enjoy our live streams. We've got dial-up and broadband versions of the program, plus our webcam. Listen lines that allow you to listen in uh, to any uh, Any time over any phone that can dial long distance. Uh, all of those services are free over at listen.freetalklive.com, unless you have to pay for long distance, in which case you'd have to pay somebody else, not us. Uh, so head over to listen.freetalklive.com and get listening there. Plus, of course, we've got 80-plus wonderful radio affiliates across the country. You can learn about them also at freetalklive.com. Hey, how would you like to pay higher prices for goods and services? Well, Who wants to do that? Yeah, you do every time someone doesn't pay their bills. And that's one of the many compelling reasons SACL CAI has been at the cornerstone of collections for more than 35 years. Before you pay higher prices, think whether the business, uh, might be a bank, hospital, retail store, or utility, could use some help with their collections to contain costs so they're not passed on to you. Tell them to call their de- uh, the dedicated collections experts at SACL CAI for a no-cost, no-obligation proposal. SACL CAI. See their banner at freetalklive.com as we continue with your phone calls. And we go to, I believe we've got uh, Art. Is Art there? Wait, we already talked to, uh, I think we already talked to Art. Let's talk to uh, David in uh, New Hampshire. Exactly. David, you're on Free yeah, Talk Live. It's me again. How are you gentlemen hey, tonight? What's on your mind tonight, Excellent, sir? This is what I was going to say. To me, it's just a bunch of people crazy people burning a bunch of papers. That's the way I look at it. And I was thinking that perhaps maybe somebody could do like a protest type of thing where 
we could get a bonfire and make it like make it all publicized and everything and maybe just throw a bunch of like I don't know, notebooks that have nothing in them or something. Or something else other than that. I don't know. Maybe the notebooks. We don't get to stick with that. But. <laughs> well, you know, I, uh, David, I, I largely agree. I, these religious documents, these these ancient religious documents written by old crazy people in the desert, um, just, you know, they, they don't do anything for me either. But do you see how these people are whipping each other up? That the uh, the one side does something, the other side does something. It goes back and forth, kind of like the Hatfields and the McCoys over generations mm-hmm. and generations and each side is justified in their own minds i can see this both sides of this why we hate them muslims and we hate those infidels i can i can see why they they um you know their justifications but either way it's it's just two sides spoiling for a fight Uh, i mean that's what scares me and one of those sides is going to demand that my fidelity my money and uh if i don't somehow support them i'm a bad american i'm a bad white guy i'm a bad whatever and uh you know they'll they'll call me out and call me all kinds of terrible things yeah well i was just thinking that if if we just if something if if i don't know if somehow it was like mitigated by like something funny like that like i said with the burning of the things i mean the only problem with it is like i think it's a bunch of crazy people burning a bunch of papers but but i've heard speak of of maybe people are gonna die because of this stupidity Thanks, David, for the, the call and the thoughts tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Always good to bring laughter into a situation uh, that it is feeling a little too serious. So I totally understand. Well, burning isn't taken well by anybody in the government. So you got to watch out where you do your burning. So <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna try to do a public protest, doing it on public land and setting fires is probably not going to go well. It uh, worked out over here when uh, somebody burned some flags here in uh, Keene, New Hampshire, several years ago. And I, I understand uh, now the the discussion that we had then is making a little bit more sense to me as to why people might be so upset by something like that. Um, but nonetheless, nobody was hassled for it. Everything was everything was okay. There were some some people on the border of violence at that time. They were just you know fuming and about want to start a fight, and some people kind of intervene and you know get on both sides and kept it at bay i think the census burning went much a lot of animosity the census burning went much better uh i don't think there was any animosity there for uh for that one Uh, there's none of that uh that that religious fervor behind it but when you're talking census isn't an icon right when you're talking about the constitution of the declaration of independence the american flag um it this is it all depends on where you are if you burn the bangladeshi flag in america people are going to look at you like what's that guy doing (laughs) But -hmm. if you burn it in Bangladesh, on the other hand, they're going to hand your head to you. So it's all about where you are and the sort of the norms and beliefs of the people in that specific area. So if you burn a bunch of Bibles... Well, the flag and the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, that is its own religion. Really. It is. It absolutely is. Uh, when I, as uh, people, longtime listeners of the show know, I went to prison for nine years and it was uh, on a second degree murder charge. I didn't kill anybody. But on my first day in the prison that I was to spend six and a half years of my life, a little slice of paradise called Gladiator School, um, the the sort of, there, there was, they always have Bibles for convicts, right? So the drawers, and because nobody really wants 
to have all these Bibles. They they just there's a there's a, a, a plethora of them. There's so mm-hmm. many of them that they kind of end up getting moved around and stuff. You only need one if you want one, and yeah. um, maybe one to give away. But everybody can get them all the time. So what will often happen is the unoccupied locker will get shoved full of Bibles. So I go into this room, into my new, uh, you know, my habitat for the next six and a half years. Very scary time for me. Not a very big guy. Um, I can barely understand anything that's being said by anybody because all their accents are so difficult to understand. Mm-hmm. I got to understand redneck and uh, sort of, um, you know, like uh, the, the the black lingo and then the uh, the Cuban accent. I can't understand anybody. So uh, then I, I come across all these Bibles. I don't believe any of this stuff. Um, I'm like, what's up with these Bibles in my locker? My roommate, who's, uh, you know, of Cuban persuasion, says, uh, I don't know. You know, they were, they were in there. And um, I'm like, OK. So I just take them and I throw them in the garbage. I've got no use <laughs> for these things. <laughs> he, he, like, jumps in after them to salvage these things. He's going to do something with them um you know it's, it's just he, like and, and suddenly our relationship changes now, i don't know how good it was going to be in the beginning but it, it certainly wasn't very good <laughs> oh, after boy. that so I, i'm you know i'm now a terrible guy because i've taken these these icons of his in the bible he didn't or want the, uh, that's garbage. why yeah right he didn't he didn't want them otherwise he would have gotten them out of there in the first place i mean why were they they were discarded already but they were discarded in a way that no one had to take responsibility mm. for discarding them so i could it's okay t- to shove it in the back of a locker right. but i could have taken it and put, in a, put um, and if i would have known the norms of the air of the area taken these bibles put them up on the picnic table up in the uh, the day room it would have been fine but instead i just took them and i did what everybody else was doing except i put them tossed them actually did discard them and put yeah. them in the trash so yeah that was a problem yeah. let's continue with your calls heather listening in canada you're on free talk live hello heather yes hi hey what's on your mind tonight um, well, I just wanted to, I guess, let your listeners know that um, here in Canada that um, I guess people are starting to pay attention as to what's happening in the United States. And um, I'm a nurse, or a student nurse, actually, and have been looking at the H1N1 so-called pandemic over the last year and doing some research into that. And just started my classes this fall, and they told us that basically we were going to have to get our vaccinations before starting our clinical rotation or we would be basically barred from uh, going into the hospital setting and although in the well, you'll the have to tell me what you did here in a moment hang on Heather we'll bring you back here in a moment hang on you'll have to tell you uh, tell us what you did they wanted you to take this vaccination or else 800-259-9231 the SACL CAI toll free line bring up anything free talk live have you been thinking about starting a website I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. We've got a wiki with over 2,000 pages created by listeners like you. You can edit virtually anything there. Go to wiki, W-I-K-I, dot freetalklive.com. That's wiki, dot freetalklive.com. Now, from creating new and old media to political action to civil disobedience, 
and market-based activism, you'll find more pro-liberty activism than you may have ever imagined possible when you move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Learn more at freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org. As we go back to Heather, listening in Canada. Now, Heather, you're in training to uh, become a nurse, and yes. you were telling us that at one point they said you had to take a vaccine in order to, to move on, and so what happened? Well, uh, I was kind of flabbergasted because in doing my research over the summer, I discovered that the uh, seasonal flu vaccine that they've come out with contains the H1N1 vaccine from last fall. And I had actually talked to um, a senior health official with our our, um, health uh, board who said that he wasn't sure how they were going to tell the public about that, that they hadn't made that decision yet. And because I'd asked him, I said, you know, do people realize that the H1N1 vaccine is going to be in the seasonal flu vaccine this year? And he says, yes, we know that. We just don't know how we're going to tell everybody. So I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I know that um, I've got a petition going to petition our health ministers to uh, look at the safety of the vaccine itself and, and to look at a review process and hopefully get some sort of uh, reforms in place with how our government deals with companies like Glasgow SmithKline, um, who it is looking at renewing its contract this year. And, uh, now, this is so, one of those I'm, things that just kind I'm of... I'm just one person, and <laughs> so far I've got a few scientists who are backing me up who are neurologists and... and uh, now, the, the whole H1N1 thing was one of those uh, bird flu kind of scares that, uh, that whipped up the media. They, the government uh, was whipping people up. And the media was following along with it, and they made it look like this was the end of the world and that everybody needed to get the vaccine. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how many people ended up going to get it. I don't know anybody who did. Dale, Mark, did, oh, did no. either of you? I would never I get know. a vaccine, uh, right. uh, uh, excuse me, a flu vaccine. I have I'm, flu vaccines. The sickest I've ever been in my life was the two times that I took a flu vaccine. I mean, you're going to have to put a gun to my head to get me to take a flu vaccine. Well, and that's kind of where Heather is, is uh, you know, she's come to here, right? I mean, it's not as as drastic as what you suggested, Mark, but essentially your career choice will be eliminated if you don't go along with this, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm really at a crossroads as to where I proceed. Um, I've, you know, I've been on this activist path for the last year, and I started a, a poll last year where I, I got 260 respondents, and 56% of them said that they had no intention on getting the vaccination. And our message here in Canada was quite a bit different from the messages uh, we were getting from the United States. The United States had different vaccine than we did, and there was a lot of confusion. And and now it seems like it's just sort of been steamrolled into the system where everybody's going to get it, whether they like it or not. And, well, not everybody. Uh, you mean everybody? You mean everybody that's being told we don't have a choice? When you say everybody's going to get it, you mean everybody that's in pre pre nursing or whatever? Because not everybody, everybody who's getting a seasonal flu shot will be getting the okay. H1N1 this year. Well, I've never gotten a seasonal flu shot, and I will not get another. I will. I will certainly not get one. I'm not as inherently opposed to the idea of vaccines. I just think it's kind of insane how many of them there are and how well, many more there are now. What bugs me is that the government buys them. The government spends massive amounts of money to do these mass vaccinations. Yeah, that's and really that's creepy. And that's what scares me. And I, don't tr- I just don't trust anything the government tells me to do. Yeah. Thanks for um, the call, Heather. We appreciate hearing from you tonight. You know, Thank it's, you, guys. It, if it were a thing where the funding were more distributed, you know, and, and 
um, and where and if the vaccine companies would actually be more accountable and things like that. It, it, I think they they can be a good thing, but the, the way they've been handled, they've become a not trustworthy. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Now, Dale, we were talking earlier tonight. Uh, with some religious zealots about their belief systems in regards to the end of the world and some other such nonsense. You actually had a, a story, just by chance, in your uh, show prep tonight that you wanted to share with us. I think it goes well with a lot of some of our earlier callers and things like that. Because, you know, if you don't have faith in what the Bible tells you, then you're going to go to to hell right so that's what they say <laughs> and uh, there's some there's actually some really there's some really entertaining stuff in the Bible that I thought would be good. So, and this is from Crack.com. It's from Crack.com. It's one of their classics. So it's not a recent article. It was a reference back to one of their classic articles. It's the nine most badass Bible verses. So <laughs> the uh, if the Bible had been... We're starting been, with number nine? Yeah. Okay. Uh, if the Bible had been written by King Leonides and the rest of the Spartans from 300, it would probably read pretty Leonidas. much the same as it does now. Yeah, I thought <laughs> I spelled that wrong. I thought I said it wrong. Well, you know, with these old names, it's, it's hard well, not to. We'll just call him Bruce. <laughs> and it turns out the Bible is already chock full of ass kicking. Here are the verses that make us want to take to the streets and put some unbelievers to the sword. <laughs> so in Exodus uh, verses 11 through 12, it says one day after Moses had grown up, he went out to where his own people were and watched them at their hard labor. He saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his own people glancing this way and that and seeing no one. He killed the Egyptian and hit him in the sand. So uh, Moses was Moses great, killed a man. Yeah. Yes. Oh, just oh, just just the start. <laughs> this is how he's more. This is so when sure. he, he fled and then saw after that he saw the the burning bush and had to go back and that kind of thing. So sure, Moses was a great leader and emancipator of his people and a prophet. Most people don't know that he also was the biblical equivalent of Splinter Cell's Sam Fisher, a well honed killing machine able to slay from the shadows without pity or remorse. Martin Luther King may have had a dream, but Moses had a body count. You can almost picture the scene. An Egyptian soldier is waiting on a hapless Hebrew, is wailing on a hapless Hebrew when Moses, clothed in head-to-toe black, drops down from the ceiling, (laughs) moving with cat-like grace, sneaks up behind the soldier and, taking his head in his hand, snaps the man's neck with one savage twist. As the lifeless body slumps to the ground, Moses lights up a cigar. (laughs) Well, it looks like someone bit off more than he could chew. So... (laughs) So uh, Moses later defeated the Egyptian pharaoh, who, if we remember correctly, had been using Hebrew slaves to construct a 40-foot-high armored battle suit capable of launching nuclear missiles to anywhere in the world. Well, not quite that. So yeah. I'd like to point out here, this is where uh, you know the term slave for Hebrew gets kind of confused with the uh, sort of role of chattel slavery in the United States from you know the, 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 the late 15th century through the, uh, the, the mid-17th century. It's not the same thing. The Jews were not owned by the Egyptians. They uh, essentially lived their own lives. They went to work. They got paid. They came back. They, you know, they they were certainly an underclass. But that's like calling. I guess it's like calling up. Uh, you know, people that are an underclass uh, underclass in America today, slaves. I mean, they're uh, do are. People of Mexican descent largely are, uh, you know, you can see that that uh, the Moses here wasn't, uh, but largely they serve us. If, there's a if, lot of know, language the, that's that lost are, in the translation. Yeah. It's, there's there's a lot of language that people interpret it today based on what it was translated into. It's it's not the same thing. Yeah. Like the notion of a virgin, you hear virgin a lot in, in ancient texts, and virgin almost always meant just an unmarried woman. 
It didn't mean it didn't have a sexual connotation. Well, it I just meant they were unmarried. You know, I I don't know whether that's entirely. There's a true. lot of things like that, and you know the term. The, you know, and a lot of places are in the Bible it says homosexual. What they were referring to were specifically prostitutes, like male prostitutes or hmm. something like that. And so there's a lot of stuff that's been translated into odd things in modern language. When you say slaves, uh, Mark, and you, you describe what these folks were, their situation. Was there somebody that was taking a percentage of their uh, their earnings? Of course, they, well, they weren't they weren't getting particularly good wages, um, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they, it's it's a it's kind of more like a company store situation, if you can imagine. They they just they weren't treated particularly well, and they weren't going to get. As good a wages, if you had an Egyptian doing a job and a and a Jew doing a job, you could expect that the Egyptian would be compensated better and treated better than the the um, the Jew. I mean, well, because we've used the term slave slavery to describe the current situation right. today. The, the, How, the, the reason that's how's it uh, different? It, well, <laughs> it it's accurate uh, the way we use it on the show. However, it is charged, and it yeah. what it is charged with is this uh, idea of chattel slavery, where people owned people. So what you're and, saying is it's slavery, but it's not chattel slavery, right? Gotcha. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves where you're owned partially, but not 100%, I guess. Can't be traded, basically. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. In 2010, you were fighting for your rights. In 2019, we are fighting for our lives. The last illusions of economic stability have shattered, revealing the financial dystopia that lies beneath the surface. The Federal Reserve has run out of lies and out of time. Those who stand for liberty will right their wrongs or die trying. Get involved with the epic animated feature-length film, Silver Circle, at silvercirclemovie.com. Just remember, when they control the money, they control everything. Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Just dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, by the way, 800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features free. Now, if you want to support the show on a voluntary basis, you can become an amplifier for as little as three bucks a month. We'll take that money in and reinvest it into the show, getting on more radio stations around the country, bringing more internet listeners on board, and exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. You'll get perks too, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, uh, the AMP-only uh, the AMP-only forum. Uh, we've also got the podcast that is uh, commercial-free for the amplifier. So go and get signed up for as little as three bucks a month, price of a cup of coffee. Uh, head on over there. Get on board at amp.freetalklive.com. One of them fancy mochaccino coffees. Yeah, a Starbucks coffee. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Dale, you're sharing with us the nine most badass Bible verses from crack.com, and yeah. we've gotten through they number nine. We've gone through number nine at this yes. point. So we're going to pick it up at eight in a moment, but first we're going to go to Ralph in uh, Michigan, who is on the line. Ralph, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hey, nice to talk to you guys. Yes, sir. What's on your mind, too? Listen, I was listening to that nurse you had for call from Canada. Yes, sir. And it just brought up a, reminded me of a subject that happened not last weekend, but the weekend before. I took my my mother and my wife out yard sailing, and I was talking to this uh, guy at a yard sale because there was a book on teaching on one of the tables that was for sale. And I said, oh, that's one of those Nazi books. And he looked at me kind of strange. And he said, what do you mean? 
I said, well, I was talking to some teachers up at uh, one of the electronical stores where we had our laptop prepared, and they were talking about, you know, their teachers and this and that and how they went on all these vacations. And I said, well, it must be nice to be able to afford vacations. But anyways, the point is, is I said, oh, by the way, you, you, you guys are, are socialists, right? And they said, oh, yes. And I said, oh. I said, yeah, you hear Obama talking about that and a lot of others talking about that, and they take pride in it. And I said, oh, you guys are prideful in that? And they go, oh, yes. I said, but you support this nation too, right? And they go, oh, yes. I said, so you're nationalists? And they go, oh, yes. I said, so you're nationalist socialists? <laughs> yeah. And they're, and they're sitting there beaming about it and how, how prideful they are on it. And I said, oh, so you're a bunch of Nazis. And they looked at me like, huh? What are you talking about? I said, National Socialist Party was Nazis. You're right. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's said, what Nazis... So, so you're a bunch of, bunch of Nazis. And, and the woman who was running the yard sale overheard the conversation with this gentleman I was having, and he was a teacher, too. And he said, you know what? You're right. I said, how'd you know? He said, because I'm a teacher. He says, but I'm leaving the teacher profession because of that. And because I said, well, so many of them you. are Nazis? Pardon? Because so many of them are, are, are socialists or national socialists? No, because they're forcing him to teach these policies, hmm. these specific uh, curriculum in school. Yeah, that's tough. It's got to be tough. I mean, because people get into the, the teaching field because they like kids and they want to help educate, and, and then they, uh, they think that they can bring some level of uh, originality or innovation into it, and then they find out that they're, right. they're it's hamstrung. It's all about stifling the, uh, the originality in this. And, and, you know. They have to teach to whatever the administration says they have to teach to, and they, there's, not much, uh, there's not much they can do outside of those lines, and that's got to be very frustrating. Well, what was interesting, though, is the, the lady that was running the yard sale overheard the conversation, and she immediately piped up and butted in on our conversation, mind you, which was a private conversation. It was her yard sale, but it was a private conversation between us. Mm-hmm. And said, so I don't think we need to talk about politics or anything like that in this yard sale. This is just a day for enjoying yourself. And I said, well, excuse me, ma'am, but I think I have uh, my, my amendment rights here. Well, not on private property. You don't, you, if she wants you to leave her private property because you're saying something she doesn't like, she's fully within her rights. Well, but she didn't ask me to leave at this oh, point. Okay, she that's just fine. said she asked you to to be quiet. To be quiet? What? I'm not allowed to talk on her property? No, if that's how the I rule. To negotiate prices if I if I can't even talk. I, well, I, she said what? you can't talk about that subject, right? She, she didn't say I couldn't talk about it. She said we don't need to talk about it. Sure, yeah. she was. She and, was being gentle. You know she suggesting to you into, the, to the, she, into that conversation. Ralph, so, she was yeah. suggesting that's all it was. She was suggesting you stop talking about it, and if you were to continue talking about it at that point, she might get a little bit more vociferous in her objection to it. She might then oh. say, if you're going to continue this. You can continue it somewhere outside right, of my yard sale. You're completely within your rights to be huffy and walk off and say, "I'm not buying anything from you, lady. You're you're stifling uh, conversation right here on your property. I had an opportunity yeah. to uh, to talk well, to this guy, and you you stepped in the middle." Let me let me finish the conversation. The thing, okay. Well, the point is, is she goes, "Well, I'm I've been a nurse for thirty some odd years, and uh, I, I, I you know I, I don't think we need this." I'm thinking, "Well, how'd the nurse subject get brought into this?" But it brought up another conversation. I said, "So you're a nurse, eh?" She goes, "Yeah." I said, "Let me ask you a question now." I said, "Do you give out flu shots?" "Oh yes." I said, "So you take the needle and you love injecting little kids and maybe damaging their brains or body functions and maybe even killing them by injecting them with that th- 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 
the Marisol. Marisol. Yeah, that's probably which is, not uh, mercury. It's yeah, it's probably not in um, it's it's not in most vaccines anymore uh, that uh, are given uh, in the United uh, States. Uh, 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 uh. Now I was at the doctor's office uh-huh. and we got into a conversation with the doctor. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I asked to see his boxes because he he said it's not one of those. No, no. So every box he pulled out, guess what? The Marisol was in it. Hmm. So, anyways. I think, well, how many did you pull out, babe? What, four or five of them? Yeah, yeah four or five of them. Now, you know, I'm not saying every box has them, but he pulled four or five of them out, and it was in those four or five. Okay. So what's the okay, rest so of the anyways, story? Anyways, I just mentioned to the nurse, this is a, so this is what you enjoy doing, eh? And immediately, she, she started denying it and saying, I only do it with the parents' permission. I said, did you ever educate the parents on what's in these vaccines? No. It's not my job. I said, so... I said, let me ask you a question. I said, there was a doctor once that used to give out shots, too. He was a doctor, so everybody looked at him that, you know, he must have been somebody great. I said, but he gave out shots, too. Was was that right of him? Oh, yes, she said. I said, you know, that was Dr. Mingala. Thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you tonight at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You if can. you can bring your conversation back to Nazis every time, you win. <laughs> <laughs> you win. Oh, kind of a funny story. I like the yeah. little Nazi it's national socialist busting the teachers with the uh, the national socialist thing. That was kind of cute. Of course, none of them would admit to ever wanting to uh, to exterminate anybody. But when it comes down, well, down to it, yeah, that, right? that, that's what uh, I'm afraid any kind of uh, you know bigger government revolution is going to be about is extermination. Right. Well, when it comes down to it, if other people don't want to accept your socialist uh, paradise, then what are you going to do to them? You know, if it comes, if if you get so popular in your ideas that you've actually brought about uh, socialism in the way that you somehow envisioned it, which is very unlikely. And of course, is one of the biggest critiques by socialists of other socialists is they didn't do it right. Just put me in charge and I'll uh, I'll set it up right. So even if you were able to set up your grand scheme of socialism, there's so many benevolent would be dictators out there or want to be oh, benevolent yeah. dictators. And All very these people brilliant. Like, I will fix everything. Just put me in charge. Sure, and they're very very smart. Many of them. They're very intelligent, and they've they've spent their brain time figuring out how to control people. And a lot of minimal state people, you know, people who are, I want the absolute minimal state that's just going to protect life, liberty, and property. And then they start describing exactly how you do that. Well, first you make the government like this, and then you do that, and then you do the other. I'm like, okay, so when you get to be the benevolent dictator, this is all going to fall into place. You, know, you realize that that's not how it works, that you have a state, and it doesn't happen that way. Here's the simple it's a solution collectivist, to like, t- tug-of-war thing that ends up with a giant state. Well, it, it, <laughs> it, it could indeed happen, right? I think you can design a minimal, uh, minimalist state But it's state not any republic. one person designing... I think, that it, it. I think that I think that I think people can learn from their mistakes from a 230 year old technology and design something better. But here is the solution: it's the it's the anarchist opt out that anybody with any with a piece of land should be allowed to secede from your minarchist republic. And if they can do that, then they are opting. Essentially, uh, they have the option of opting out. And at that point, they have no—they'll uh, have no claim on your police or your fire department or whatever it is that you have in your. Yeah, middle but most minarchists wouldn't accept that. 
because have, they need the funding. That's by the nature then of they're it. Then they're not. Then then they're little dictators. That's right. That's what but they it, are. but you're not going to get to that point where you can just you're going to have a place that people can just secede because again, the nature of the state is a collectivist thing. It's a collectivist thing. It's not a benevolent dictator thing. Right. So the you point know? I was originally making about this the socialists that would would abhor personally they would abhor the idea of uh, sending people off to camps. Oh, I would never support that. But if they actually got to the point of having their socialist utopia as they envisioned it, which, again, is impossible for them to actually reach, uh, if they actually got to that point, then what would you do? What would they do to the people that didn't want to go along with it? What would they do? Well, they'd have to throw them in gulags or execute them or whatever. Yeah. Shoot, you know, dig a big, have to dig a big ditch, shoot them all in the head, throw them in. You'd have to use violence. Or they would have to escalate to that at some point anyway. And they don't want to admit to that. Hour number three is coming up at 800-259-9231. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and we're kicking off the third hour of the program. You can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free, bring up whatever's on your mind, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website. Freetalklive.com is the place to go. The main feature in the main column of the site actually is all created by listeners like you. It's uh, listeners like you that find interesting things online that they want to share with our other listeners, possibly get on the airwaves. They submit them to our website. You can do this too, and then other listeners vote on whether they like or dislike the submissions, and the most popular will make it to the front page and the top of the website. See what I mean by going over and getting interactive at freetalklive.com as we continue here uh, to take your phone calls about whatever's on your mind. If you dial in, you may do so. We're going to actually t- continue the uh, the remaining eight mm-hmm. of the nine most badass Bible verses as courtesy of uh, the folks over at crack.com. And okay. Dale is bringing it to us here. We're on Kings for number eight, verses 23 and 24. From there, and this one actually a lot of people are familiar with this one. This is one of the notorious uh, Bible verses. From there, Elisha went up to Bethel. As he was walking along the road, some youths came out of the town and jeered at him. Go on up, you bald head, they said. Go on up, you bald head. He turned around, looked at them, and called down a curse on them in the name of the Lord. Then two bears came out of the woods and mauled 42 of the youths. So That's a lot of youths. Why did he just like use his miracle powers to like cure his baldness? Wait, who was this that they were yelling Elisha. at? Who is that? Well, um, the, was, the, the idea, I think, is that uh, Jesus was the second coming of Elijah, who, who rode up to heaven in the fiery chariot. And Jesus was the second coming of someone? That's, that's part of the uh, – that's, that's some of the mythos. this is something I've never heard before. I that's, thought Jesus was the son of God, not, and that was the first time. It's that part there, of the mythos, right, um, that – because look, I don't I don't know all the specifics. It doesn't have to be consistent. Elisha it's the Bible was the uh, was the apprentice of Elijah. Yeah, so he's like he was like uh, he was like, uh, and in fact they mentioned this. It's like Obi Wan versus um, what was the uh, the other guy? 
the the, the guy before Obi Wan. Yeah, Obi Wan versus or Luke Skywalker to Obi Wan, the Pad One. Yeah, yeah. So I can't uh, remember his name. Though. So Elisha, then did he have miracle powers? Could he have yeah. regrown the hair? Well, I mean, why not? He can. He, he he did have miracle powers. I think it was either him or Elijah. I don't remember which one um, resurrected people. Like Jesus wasn't the first to raise people from the dead, hmm. if I understand, if I remember correctly. I couldn't tell you. One or the other of them, oh. like you know, he had to do. He did this long ritual thing when you you know like put put salves on them and lied with them and did all this stuff. And so Elijah, life or something. Elijah is the 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 student of Elisha. Nope, other way around. Elisha is the student of Elijah, and you're saying saying that Jesus is actually the second coming, meaning Jesus is Elijah. 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 Um, That it's it's is that like another name? It's in the Jewish mythos. Is that another name for for Jesus? No, no. Jesus' name isn't Jesus. Right, Yeshua or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Yeshua. I mean, Jesus. The word Jesus is a mistranslation Mm -hmm. of the Greek, so it's like Yeshua is not Elijah. What's that? Yeshua is not Elijah, even though he's the second coming of Elijah. No. no. I'm confused. Well, it's 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 in there, right? Like I, I'm it's saying, all like, once again, in the Bible doesn't have to be consistent. It's the Bible. <laughs> right. No, I'm just trying to understand. I, this is a part of it I've never heard before. They didn't teach right. me this in Sunday. So. I hadn't heard that either. That it, Jesus was the second coming. Of, but you know, it's it's these all, are very but, highly revered prophets. But so Elijah, I'm not surprised they were tied in with Jesus somehow. But you know. Jesus was the son of God, supposedly, and Elijah was not. That's correct. But, God, but, but, Jesus, he's the, but Elijah, was, Elijah of, was a prophet, right? He one was, of two, pro, one of two people in the Old Testament that did not die. Um, Elijah went up to heaven in a fiery chariot, hmm. and um, the Methuselah, the, the oldest man, he uh, walked away with God or something like that. So he like hmm. walked walked off as an old guy, got eaten by a bear, and then people <laughs> said that it was you know it's a miracle. All right, so back to the uh, the slaughter <laughs> here of these children. Yeah, so he uh, he was. Um, in fact, they mentioned he was Luke Skywalker to Prophet Elijah's Obi Wan Kenobi. So Christians are constantly asking for prayer in schools to help get today's kids in line, but we beg to differ. We need bears in schools. <laughs> <laughs> if every teacher had the power to summon a pair of child maiming grizzly Avengers, you can bet that school children nowadays would be the most well-behaved, polite children ever, and Christian. It's a simple choice: listen to the biology lesson or get firsthand knowledge of the digestive system of Ursus Horribilis. Horribus, Well, and that is the way that uh, that you know a lot of religions run their schools with very severe punishments. So, I mean, on a, the on a serious note, that's what they a lot of them do. I mean, the uh, nuns, for instance, are notorious in many in many cases for. I've heard of wrapping people on knuckles and things like that. Uh, I mean, there, there's some violence. Well, yeah, involved I mean, they're working, there. they, they they just haven't like Spankings. gotten up to the point of summoning bears yet. I think, or when yeah. they do, they probably will. If they could, so, they would. This yeah, is yeah. one of those silly stories that shouldn't have been put in the Bible. You know, the whole idea of Elisha going and, and you know summoning bears uh, with the you know the power of God wishing <laughs> bears down on forty two youngins. And yet and it is nutty, nutty, crazy things. It's, You'd think Qui Gon Jinn is the uh, Qui Gon. Yeah. Okay. You'd think they would have uh, been. Teaching the lesson of sticks and stones uh, break my bones and words will never hurt <laughs> well, me. This right, is, and this guy take, got insulted, and right. you know, right. If you could take bears. this silly old Bronze <laughs> Age book, bring it up to date, then you would do that, right? Like you'd get rid of. Go, some, oh, this is silly. Yeah, some rip, cranky rip, old guy, chunk. you know, ma- making magic bears eat kids. <laughs> it should be pointed out that even after his death, Elisha continued to kick ass. And Kings 20-21 tells us that when a dead body was thrown into his tomb and touched Elisha's bones, it sprang back to life. It's unknown whether Elisha had this power in life as well as death, but we like to think he did and that 
He had the habit of killing his victims with bears, resurrecting them, and then promptly resummoning the bears to kill them again. <laughs> he just never ending fun. over and over until he got bored. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think it, I think uh, you know I, I read the Old Testament or most. Of, I think I read most of it. I don't think I quite got through it all. I got through a lot of it, and I seem to recall. It was I, a, I think long, it was Elijah that did this long ritual. We lied down with the dead body, put salves on the dead body made from all these herbs, and it took days of commitment and praying and lying down with them, and then someone came back to life. Something like that. Some I good herbs. Couldn't tell you. But I cannot, you know, I, 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 it's been years, probably decades since I read the Bible, so I probably am screwing that story up. Number seven. Number seven, Ezekiel, who I'm uh, kind the of pancakes. familiar with. But yeah, I was going to say, you I make, make Ezekiel flour. Yeah. I make pancakes and muffins out of Ezekiel flour, uh, and it comes from the Bible. So, um, Ezekiel 19 through 20. Yet she became more and more promiscuous. This is where it starts to sound a little bit like that Sunday show that was so notorious. But it's okay because it's from the Bible. Yeah, this Um, is porn. Yeah. Yet she became more and more (laughs) promiscuous as she recalled the days of her youth when she was a prostitute in Egypt. Mommy, what's promiscuous mean? (laughs) What does prostitute mean? There she lusted after her lovers whose genitals were like those of donkeys and whose emission was like that of horses. (laughs) Emissions. We don't need to get into detail about what that means. Emitting. The gases that come out of your car and stuff like that. I, yeah. Yeah. Contrary I, to what you may think, the Bible has never shied away from talking about sex. In fact, the entire Song of Solomon is dedicated to describing a couple getting it on, complete with lines like, I am a wall and my breasts are like towers. But yeah, sex is bad. Sex, sex is, is bad outside of uh, marriage, right? According to most of the Christians. <laughs> well, uh, the, but the marriage bed is undefiled. Like, and Solomon, yeah. uh, this was one of his, what, 200 wives, so it was okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was Solomon, so, you know. This verse is particularly explicit, though, informing us that Egyptians are hung like farmyard animals and can, you know, produce quantities that rival the annual <laughs> flooding of the Nile. So keep in mind the Egyptians were the Jews' former slave masters and are the bad guys in this story. So you know their reputation for supreme endowment was well earned when the worst their enemies could say was uh, that they were really well endowed. So uh, the, the old Egyptians didn't exactly <laughs> it's not, run. It's not really an insult, is it? it what it shows me is that uh, what I knew all along is that men have been wrapped up in the, the amount of seminal volume for a very long time. Like that's uh, They're all about that. Dale, it's all fertility uh, stuff and yeah. everything, I guess. Dale, as the, uh, the resident gay guy on the show, does yeah. size matter? Oh, well, to pe- some people, sure. Right, okay. Not so to not, me. Not to everybody. I don't care at all. Anyway, so, moving on. Yeah, so Judges curious. 16 through 23. Number six? Yeah, number okay. six. So now Ehud, 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 E-H-U-D. Ahood. Is this the uh, the the fellow that uh, spilled his seed? No, that's, o- that's Onan. Onan. Onan, yeah. <laughs> Ahood had made a double-edged sword about a foot and a half long, and he strapped it to his right thigh under his clothing. Oh, this and is I will the, tell the you lefty. more about this when we get back. We will find out. Uh, 800-259-9231. All the stuff they didn't teach you in Sunday school. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Hey everybody, Scott Horton here for FreedomCam.net. From coast to coast, the increasingly militarized American police state has grown out of control. Peace officers have become law enforcement. 
The old doctrines of minimal force have fallen by the wayside. Cops are now trained to use overwhelming force in virtually every situation, resulting in an epidemic of police brutality across our society. I say fight back while you still can. Film the cops and put it on YouTube. A critical mass of police brutality videos is being assembled online, and a change is going to come. Police perjury is no match for instant replay. Freedomcam.net offers discreet video cameras to help you avoid confiscation while checking power and protecting yourself. Freedomcam.net. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. If you've missed a moment of the show, just click and download. They're yours right there on the front page. Uh, the last week's worth there on the front page. And then you click into the archive section, and that'll take you back uh, to uh, late 2006, all totally free and brought to you by HostGator. HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com. We've set up that portal there so you can get your first month completely free. It's HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. You can get a .anything over there. Uh, they've got all the different dots that you can imagine. They will help you build your website. They have free site builder tools there, templates. They make it incredibly easy for you, whether you want a personal blog or complete e-commerce, business website, and anything in between. HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com can host you. All right, we're going through the nine most badass Bible verses from Cracked. Uh, and Dale, we're, we just started into number six. I'm going to mm. put that on hold as we go to the phones and to the fun. Talk to Tariq, listening in West Virginia to WVTS. Hello, Tariq. Hey. hey. Uh, I was just wondering, um, like, you know, as far as motivating people to action and stuff, do you all think that, like, positive motivation is better than negative motivation? Generally. Absolutely. Persuasion yeah. as opposed to uh, coercion, certainly. Yeah. So, like, my point is that, like, a lot of libertarian and freedom-minded people, uh, like a lot of people in the Free State Project and stuff, a lot of us are religious and do look at um, the Bible as something that actually promotes freedom. And, like, instead of, you know, motivating people negatively and trying to get people to, you know, change themselves or ditch their own philosophies, maybe it would be better if you were to show, you know, verses in the Bible that are more um, pro-liberty or, you know, pro-libertarian. Because, well, I mean, I really don't see well, that has its place, but it's not as entertaining really as this. <laughs> well, I guess that that would be your role, right? Like, I don't read the Bible, and I have no interest in, in doing it anymore. Yeah, I can tell. And I don't um, – I've, I've read it. I mean, I've read it from front front to back three times and the New Testament seven times. So, like, I, I've got a general amount of knowledge about it, um, and more generally than most Christians have. But um, the you know the, I, I'm not here. That's not my going to be my role to say that. Hey, you know this is this is. I, I, wouldn't it be disingenuous for me, somebody who does not claim to believe that the Bible is truth, to be quoting Bible, Bible verses and telling people who do believe that it is truth how to live? No, but you're trying to motivate people away from certain passages. Wouldn't it be better to... I mean, you're already doing that right now anyway. Uh, and mostly, so like, mostly not, it's just entertaining. I, it's, just we're just having, it's just really funny. We're just having fun uh, at the yeah, expense of, I mean, your, of your religion. And, uh, and that's, you know, that's okay. Religions are silly, and they are funny in many ways and well, outrageous in many other people, ways. They don't think that. You know, 
And that's what I'm saying. If you're wanting to get more people uh, involved, so you can't choose the people that you want. Well, I mean, everybody. I, I'm just going to be honest all the time. And, and I find these passages um, – the, the, I think the Bible is used more to to uh, dis, to actually fight against freedom and to control people than it is to promote freedom. I mean, I'm glad if people can use it to promote freedom. But again, like Mark said, I can't I, I can't be the person to do that because I can't – I can't get behind it and be sincere about it. I what would about, be dishonest to try and do that. What about the fellow that called in earlier who was quoting Revelations and telling us how uh, alien demons were going to rule the, rule the world? I mean, how about him? He believed it, but he was quoting Bible verses. I mean, but that's kind of irrelevant when you're talking about whether with freedom. I mean, just because some guy has some weird theory, what does that have to do with you know tyranny and oppression versus freedom it has like nothing to do with that but i know? can tell you what the bible has to do with tyranny and oppression and i can tell you that by and large it has been used and extraordinarily successfully to propagate freedom and oppression do we lose three uh, or sorry not to propagate to to propagate crush freedom and, and Tariq, did you hang propagate up to uh, repress no, no, oh, to okay. propagate tyranny is what I was saying. Okay. Tariq hung up the phone. Yeah. He uh, didn't want to continue this conversation. And I understand what Tariq is saying. He, he's gotten the impression that well, the only purpose to this show is to recruit people to freedom. Now, that's one of the perks of Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live is a uh, radio program that allows anybody to call in about pretty much anything, as long as it doesn't offend uh, you know, the FCC or the radio station's advertisers that you know, they might boycott the station, and you know, then we'd lose the affiliates, that kind of thing. So there's a certain level of uh, the things that we can't – there's a level we can't go to, and yeah. it pretty much is FCC uh, level. But we, we can talk about anything, pretty much. I mean, we can talk about sex, well, and we can talk about religion, and we can well, talk about the thing other is, things. It's, you can't handle any controversial subject without offending someone and he wants to be exempt from the thing that offends him mm. and then the fact of the matter is the bible is used massively to control people and i think that why should you know, we be able to talk about that ought to, ought to hear some of these verses maybe that they're not hearing in sunday school and then maybe they'll be more maybe they'll re-examine it and maybe they'll say oh well maybe i maybe they'll be maybe they'll say well i'm not going to be a literal interpretation uh, I'm not going to take a literal interpretation anymore. Maybe they'll stay Christian and just change how they look at the Bible and quit taking it as as absolute word of God from front to back. Right, but that's dangerous, word. Dale. You can't be doing that. That's I don't dangerous. Know. I mean, there's a lot of things that can happen. It doesn't, you know, the fact that he's offended perhaps by this uh, doesn't mean that it's that it's that it's automatically bad. And that's, you know, again, you can't handle any controversial subject without offending someone. And he just wants to be exempt from, you know, he says, well, there's some people out there who are liberty oriented and they're Christians, and so don't offend them. Well, what about you know a lot of people out there who are using the Bible to control people and, and suppress liberty, and 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 you know maybe some enlightenment needs to happen there as well. You're just not going to get to be exempt from being offended about whatever it is that it's, we're talking. It's about. It's the same. What I heard from from his call there was the same <laughs> message as well. You need to put on a suit. Uh, well, you guys aren't doing what I think you should be doing to recruit the people that I believe are important, and that is my brethren, the Christians. And why are you reading these Bible passages when you should be reading the Bible passages that I think that you should read here? Here's a bunch of liberty-oriented Bible passages for you. Now go ahead and read those so you can recruit 
recruit Christians to uh, to the ideas of liberty. That's what he's saying. And I'm sorry, it's not my yeah. it's not my job. The, the reality is, people are getting a very filtered uh, message. They're getting very filtered and right. Um, whatever you believe, whatever you believe, if you believe that a man should be able to jack slap the crap out of his wife, knock the teeth out of her mouth, there are Bible verses to back you up. If you believe that a man should be able to torture and kill his children, there are Bible verses that will back you up. Mm -hmm. If you believe that, you know, whatever it is you believe, there's a Bible verse out there that's got your back. Probably. And the fact is, you're all, you're right, absolutely right about this filtering thing. The fact is, the Bible must be filtered by today's societal standards, and that means that you're not going to read certain verses, because they just don't fit in in the the the, 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 the concrete beliefs anymore. Yeah, I, you know, I think we're shining when a light Moses, in dark places. You when know? Moses told the Israelites that they could go into the uh, the city that they were going to conquer and they could kill everybody except the virgins, I guess they're just going to convert the virgins to <laughs> yeah. Judaism. And how are they going to convert nice them? I wonder. <laughs> they're going to convert them with the holy healing. The donkey ones. Yeah, the, well, you know, no, the, that's the Egyptians. You oh, okay. have to ignore these things if if this is your uh, if this is your holy right. book. And so it's uncomfortable when we start talking about them on the air. Right. right? And Dale, you and I were talking uh, during the break about how much better the New Testament God is than the Old Testament God. So much better, feats and yards better than the 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 previous one. And how incongruous, how difficult it is to take to to match these two gods, which aren't even the same God. They're not even the same one because the the religion morphed over time interestingly though uh, we never actually hear from any of the christians that are in the free state project complaining about us talking about i mean they might it might bother them but they're also mild and and nice uh, more coming up free talk live in the decades to come hardy adventurers will colonize the solar system rediscovering freedom and finding vast new wealth but the government of Earth will seek to extend its power and claim that wealth as its own any way it can. Escape from Terra, Volume 1, the first trade paperback collection of the popular adventure webcomic series, is available now for $12.95 from Big Head Press at BigHeadPress.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com, and the features there include our bulletin board system. You can get interactive with other listeners over at bbs.freetalklive.com. Have you ever considered taking your case to court without an attorney? Jurisdictionary.com is a course for people without a lawyer who must know what it takes to win and people with lawyers who want to minimize legal fees and maximize winning by knowing what should be done by their attorney. It works for plaintiffs and defendants. It works in all state and federal courts, even uh, you know the sort of English common law descended courts around the world, whether it's India or Australia or Canada. It costs less than an hour with any good attorney, and it's so easy the average eighth grader could go through the complete four-CD course in a single weekend. It will educate you on how to, uh, you know, controlling evidence and procedures and all those rules are explained in this. You can get it now at Jurisdictionary.com. I've taken the course. It's a great course, Jurisdictionary.com. So uh, just before we continue, because we've got other folks that are on the phones and want to talk, uh, but we just got off the phone, and uh, I think it was uh, Tariq 
listening in West Virginia there that had some critiques for us. Uh, yep. Considering tonight we're kind of having fun with the the Bible, the bat and the nine most I mean, badass. These are pretty badass, you have the, to admit. The they're they pretty entertaining because they're badass. I mean, you know, they were compared. To, they were comparing the previous guy to. Or they're comparing the next guy to Die Hard, you know. Oh, I mean, that's great. This, the Bible was coming up with, uh, you know, good stories, material yeah. like that long before, you know, Hollywood right. did. So <laughs> Tariq crit- critiqued us based on the, uh, we're doing a poor job of advocating the ideas of freedom and liberty because we're kicking sand in the face of, uh, you know, to some extent, some people who believe that the Bible is the unerring word of God. And by the way, that's what my main point here is, that the Bible is not the unerring word of God. Not that Christian- Christians are stupid or anything like that. It's just the ones that believe, I like some Christians. Yeah, I mean, the, some believe of them that are the, great. the Bible is the unerring word of God. That's where uh, I, you know, where I jump off that train. That's where I that's where I, you know, you, you need to make the distinction. I respect your right to believe whatever you want, but that doesn't mean, mean I respect your beliefs. Michelle Seven <laughs> has been on this show before. She's a Christian. Uh Baron Swearingen, the president of the Free State Project is a Christian. He sat in with us. Absolutely. Uh, Russell great. Canning, one of my uh, he's, he's idols uh, as far as I look up the to show. Him. Look up to Russell. I mean, so there's some really great, principled, liberty-loving Christians up here. Right, but I, what I'm I'm not on here advocating the ideas of liberty as much as I'm advocating the ideas of critical thinking. And I think that the critical thinking will lead you to the ideas of liberty. Um, but I think you need to start there with that foundation. And mm-hmm. I think that you need to have your uh, your dogmas shaken up in order to be able to properly apply critical thinking. I think that's true for me too yeah it's iconoclasm i'd have no problem with Tariq calling in and shaking up my uh my ideas i get i mean i'm for it's healthy that. yeah it's your idea you know you, you your faith ought to be strengthened by being analyzed if you analyze your faith you should meet you know maybe you should be making corrections here and there about what you believe uh based on logic and evidence and experience right you know, there's a lot of people in the military too maybe we should pander to the military and stop being so anti-war and maybe we could somehow bring more of them on board with the ideas of liberty if we just adjust what we would say there's a lot of republicans don't ever that offend want- them uh, right. ian don't say something that might offend them uh talk about the military and saying? liberty promoting ways or there something. are lots of republicans that want lower taxes and a lot of democrats who want human rights we shouldn't say things that might shake up those people's paradigms right yeah, like that Republicans and Democrats suck and that they are a bunch of, uh, you know, t- tyrants, little right, tyrants. Right, but they don't we indeed never talk about any of the, the bad sides about. of Republican views. We should only talk about the positive things of Republican views. Yeah. No, look, uh, Free Talk Live, as I was explaining, and we're going to get uh, right back to the calls because you can call in about anything. That was – Free Talk Live is the show I made because I didn't like – what was out there on talk radio. I mean, I like talk radio in general as, as a format and the concept of taking calls and interacting with the listener and things like that. Uh, but I didn't hear the show I wanted to hear, right? So I made the show I wanted to hear. And if I was doing what it was that Tariq was suggesting, then I wouldn't be doing the show I wanted to hear anymore. Right. I want to hear a show with a pro-liberty viewpoint that takes every issue that comes in the, onto the phones, doesn't screen anybody with any issue out. But one of my other viewpoints is that, uh, you know, I used to be a Christian and I've had a path since then that has led me through atheism and, uh, and then to panentheism. And, and I don't push panentheism real uh, heavy on this show, but I'll mention it and I'll talk about it when the subject is brought up. And I don't have a problem with, uh, with critically looking at my beliefs in the 
the past and other people's beliefs uh, currently today. And and uh, the, these are all things that I want to hear about. I don't. I want to hear Dale's nine uh, the, the nine uh, badass Bible verses because it's fun. I don't want to get a list of pro liberty Bible verses and sit here and read them on the air because that's boring to me. And I want to do the show. I want well, it's to like Mark to. said, it would be very insincere for someone yeah. who's not a fundamentalist Christian to be quoting Bible verses to promote liberty. Or, or not, not even necessarily fundamentalist Christian, but I'm not a, I'm not a Christian. I'm, right. I'm, uh, you know, again, I, I'm spiritual, I'm not religious, and so it would be very insincere for me to try and do that. I and, actually do do that a bit. I'll, um, you know, I'll what? say if, well, if, uh, you know, I'll say, well, if you're a Christian and you believe in love and da 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 you know, I'll say, don't, you know, isn't that inclusive? And, you know, I'll, I'll make an argument from a standpoint of if When you're talking somebody, to someone right, who you know, that's their point of view. Christianity. And, sure. And it's about the subject. Right now we're talking about, well, you know, silly, crazy Bible verses. And to me, that it brings up the opportunity to talk about how silly some of the things are that are in the Bible. Yeah. If you don't like it, well, it's your Bible. Right. If you don't like it, just understand that you think that the, all the other religious texts out there are likely very silly, that so many of the things that they say just are are silly. They don't, they don't make any sense. You don't believe what the, the Norse people believe. You oh, especially believe if you the, want to go and quote something out of, you know, straight out of the Koran and say, look, the, those Muslims, they're violent. Oh, uh, listen to some of this stuff. You know, and, yeah. and, and here's the thing. I don't believe that the huge vast majority of Christians are violently inclined or no. that they really believe these particular passages. I mean, I'm sure they've got their excuses for why it's in there and why that, you know, if they, if they, you know, or, or else they're not fundamentalists in the sense of the, un, the saying that the Bible is the unerring word of God from front to back. And if they don't say that, then they can, they can not support these verses and right. not sound inconsistent. You I know like I mean? the Bible when I can pick and choose. I, sure. I'm all about that. Let's go back to the phones and the fun and talk to Corby in Texas. Corby, you're on Free Talk Live, the in Dale and Mark. Hey, guys. Well, before I get to my topic, I want to say, I, you know, even when I was a teenager reading the Bible, I saw the propaganda in the Bible, things like obey the laws of the country you're in and all this stuff. I mean, it's, you know, it was just been used for propaganda, and I can't get past the fact the Bible was a, a bunch of primitive people 2,000 years ago or longer. You know, I mean, I'm not saying they're not, there's some great stories and truths in there, but I can't get past some of the stories of the Virgin. You know, maybe some other girls have tried that. I never had sex before, and maybe they, you know, it's just it's hard for me not to get past some of the scientific proofs of the Bible. But that's not why I called. The reason I called is I was reading this article by Obama about the. He said the you know we've tried everything. Our agenda is all about stimulating the economy, but the one thing they won't do is just stop the income tax and stop taxing companies and hire people. You know, with Social Security taxes and other taxes, they put on these companies. They won't just step out of the way. They've tried everything else. They have stimuluses and bailouts and committees, but they won't just... Let's not tax them for a while and see what happens. Right. If they wanted to do, actually wanted to stimulate the economy through government intervention, and I'm, you know, I, I could understand why they wouldn't want to get rid of the fiat money currency system and all that stuff. If they wanted to do that, all they would have to do is say, okay, no taxes for anybody um, remaining for the remainder of 2010 and 2000, the calendar year 2011. Uh, go have fun. And then, rather than trying to run all the paperwork through the IRS um, and then run it all back out and and then dole money out to people and all the other stuff that the income tax does, just give people back their money. That would stimulate the yeah, economy. Yeah, but then the government well, would. Let's try to do that right, but he, but he had to send people a check. 
He tried to do that. Mm-hmm. You that's because you would have to fire. The, because what would you right. do with these IRS people for well, a year? That's why well, it's months. not as, as visible. It's not like like if you, if you get a check from someone. I mean, how much? You know, it's like wow, You're, he sent me a check. You know, it's supposed to just like if you just if people have sure. to see it. It has but to be could, like smashed. It was great PR. You could right take those that. IRS yeah, people, put them all on planes, send them over to some foreign country to do some great, uh, you know, uh, well, you thanks, know humanitarian guys. work. Thanks, Corby. I appreciate it. But they they'll never do that because they're all about uh, the government, both the Republicans. Republicans and the Democrats in D.C. would never put a proposal like that on the table. I mean, the, the unions, what would they think? It's Free Talk Live. This is Free... Uh, you take control. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. Free Talk Live, you can take control of the airwaves, even in these remaining moments. Enough time for your call at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. And you'll find that the features on the site are free. And if you want to support the show, shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. You get your shopping done, and Free Talk Live will get a, a portion of the profits. So it's same old Amazon with a huge selection. Free Super Saver shipping on a bunch of their brand new items, even used items. If you need to save a few extra bucks, get your shopping done and feel good because Free Talk Live benefits when you enter through Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Back to your calls and to Brian in Tennessee. Brian, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Dale and Mark. Well, hey, it's, uh, one from Talk to you. the first thing I want to say is I want to congratulate Dale on the notorious Sunday night episode. I still play that for friends when they don't understand how wild radio can be. <laughs> You're welcome. And then my second thing is this is the encounters that I had with uh, the state earlier today and the state and people that are employed by the state. The first was I was actually carded buying beer. I mean, they actually wanted me to take the license out of it and so they could scan it in. Whoa. I, you know, yeah, in Tennessee. And believe me, we got some guy up in up in Clarksville, whatever, wants to burn a Koran tomorrow, you know, because he wants to be on TV. But we're not going to go there. The other thing is, I was, me and my wife enjoy a very, very good love life. We enjoy porn. Okay. And I was in the porn shop. And you know, I picked out what I wanted. And I was in love. And then I noticed the guy in front of me, uh, he worked for the TSA. <laughs> <laughs> and he was in there buying a vaporizer. <laughs> and inquiring about the, about the fake weed stuff. And the way that they were talking, they were like everybody just all of a sudden looked at each other, made sure everybody was what you would call cool, and the conversation just went along. And it's just like, just like, yeah, we can all talk about this without without freaking out because you because you really never know who in the state is out there, you know, trying to do you in mm-hmm. because right. they're there. Well, so the, uh, the the shocking news is the TSA agents get high, too. Right? <laughs> I am shocked. <laughs> hey, they're people, and, and when they start finding a place to get preachers, cops, movie stars, and everybody else from a different place called Earth, they're all the same as everybody else. Right on, brother. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Let's talk to Robert in Louisiana. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Robert. Yes, sir. I was just wondering about the ham program. Uh, can I donate twenty dollars a month instead of just three dollars a month? You better believe it. There are different options. Uh, there, 
Uh, we've got the, the the regular three dollar a month level is the minimum. That's what we're asking for. And then uh, some people do five. It's just not some worth do, going lower than that with PayPal. Yeah, some people do five. Some people do ten. Uh, some people do twenty five. Some people do more. So yeah, you can do whatever amount is pleasing to you over at amped up free talk free talk live dot com. Is that all you had, Robert? Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that because I really love y'all, Cheryl, and I want to be able to support it. Well, thank you in advance, Robert. I appreciate you, and uh, we appreciate your call tonight at 800-259-9231. Let's go to Jeremy, listening all the way in Australia. You, Jeremy, what time is it over there right now? Um, 10 to 12, 10, 10 to midday, 10 to noon. <laughs> yeah, waking up with Free Talk Live. Almost. That's it, 9 to 12 here in Australia, 9 to, 9 to 10 in the morning. Morning show. 9 to 12. That's great. That's great. So what's um, on your mind? Yes, I'll, I'm, I'm going to put up um, as soon as I as soon as I have a bit of money, I'll uh, put up a micro radio station, and you'll be the morning show here. That'd be great. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. That's the whole purpose of it. <laughs> Thank you. People can learn more about that over at broadcast.lrn.fm. There's uh, a lengthy. I've I've expanded the page to have some recommendations, some suggestions as to how to do it from a technical standpoint, what you need, transmitter, receivers or for the audio, things like that. Uh, so we tried to make it as, as simple as uh, as possible. So uh, learn more at broadcast.lrn.fm. But what else was on your mind tonight? Well, I just tuned in. Um, you were talking, I guess you've been talking about crazy Bible verses. I don't know if you've already mentioned the one I was going to talk about, but is, is Dale there? He's yes. right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, Leviticus, Leviticus 20.13 says, If a man lies with a male as with a woman, both of them shall be put to death for their abominable deed. They have forfeited their lives. The two men right. would be put to death, is what you're saying. Uh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dale, I guess. I guess Dale should be put to death. Yeah, technically supposed to be. Yep, that's, you know, it's, it, it, yeah, that's, I guess, you know, the, these, Although, in different t- cultures, it's always been You know, different. technically you can't lie with a, a with a man as with a woman, because the plumbing ain't there, so. <laughs> yeah. It really is not an issue. That, 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 there's a technicality, there's a loophole there, so you don't really have to worry about that. <laughs> Well, presuming the word lie means to have sex, it could just mean lie down with. Well, right? the, you know what? There's there's a really there's a uh, book. This actually some the topic of like homosexuality in the Bible uh, came up on the Free State Project forum, I believe, and and uh, I recommended that people read. Um, there's so much lost in translation. So much is translated again into modern terms and to modern terminology that doesn't really apply. You know, things were there were there were things that we talk about now that weren't even in the vocabulary at the time. And and there's a book called uh, What the Bible Really Says About Homosexuality that really analyzes that. That and talks about where all the uh, there's so much prejudice. It gives attached. one person's opinion, right? <laughs> well, and it, there's so much prejudice attached, uh, or that's justified retroactively by reinterpreting Bible verses in a way that they weren't interpreted before, and and that's happened. That happens a lot. It's but, not just with 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 gay stuff. It's with racial slavery, uh, interracial marriage, all sorts of things where there are modern prejudices about it that that were uh, retroactively justified by reinterpreting old Bible verses in new ways and things like that. But so. there's a gay movement out there that says that you can do anything you want with a guy as long as you don't do the lying with a man like a woman thing. Like you you would not uh, do the, the, the intercourse uh, aspect of being gay, and then you're fine with Jesus, right? Uh, there's a gay movement out there that says you can, there, I don't you really can know. tongue kiss a guy, you can uh, you know do oral sex, oral sex, you can do whatever you want as, you, as long as you're not lying with him like a woman, and that seems to be the uh, the kicker yeah. for those folks. Okay, it's I, all crazy. Yeah, I guess or I'm sure there's all kinds of factions. Go ahead, Jeremy. 
Or, or just um, completely repress your sexuality and become a Catholic priest. Yeah, there you and go. And then uh, you know, <laughs> and when and when that backfires on you, there's and always then the choir it, then it explodes and you start messing with boys. Well, yeah, but then if, you know, the Catholic priest gets caught, they always just shuffle them over to another church. So there's never any consequences for them. Is this Jeremy from the Free Oz Radio, by the way? Yes, it is. Oh, very good. Free Oz Radio, one of the uh, many shows you will find over at LRN.FM. Anything else you want to share tonight? Oh, that'll be good. Somebody else is probably there. Very good, sir. Thank you for the call. I appreciate Thanks it. Thanks a lot. Bye. Yep, 800-259-9231. Actually, no one else is there, so we're going to continue uh, with the wow, lots list. lots of calls tonight. Yeah, with the list of things. Mark is making signals, and I don't ever Are we know what go he's late? doing. Uh, I don't know about that. Let's go on, though. Let's go to... <laughs> this is uh, fun. We might should. Anyway. Number six on the list of uh, nine baddest-ass things Judges, in the Bible. 16 and 23. Ehud had uh, strapped a sword to his right thigh. And he presented tr- presented a tribute to Eglon, king of Moab, who was a very fat man. I'm I'm reading it straight straight up now. After Ehud had presented the tribute, he sent on their way the men who had carried it. At the idols near G- Gilgal, he himself turned back and said, "I have a secret message for you, O king." The king said, "Quiet!" And all his attendants left him. Ehud then approached him while he was sitting alone in the upper room of his summer palace and said, "I have a message from God for you." As the king rose from his seat, Ehud reached with his left hand, drew the sword from his right thigh, and plunged it into the king's belly. Oh my Even goodness. the handle sank in after the blade. I love that it's so graphic. I yeah. mean, you know, yeah. This is like a, watching a horror movie. Which came out his back. Oh. Ehud did not pull the sword out, and the fat closed in over it. Then Ehud went out to the porch. He shut the doors of the upper room behind him and locked them. Wow, man. Sounds that's, like the end of Machete, so, where dude, the that's uh, badass. Yeah, well, the, the the Machete part. was a badass movie, and it sounds like the end of Machete, Machete, where somebody yeah, actually so. gets a sword plunged into them, and then they end up uh, committing seppuku on uh, right there on camera. Well, what's your uh, the part that uh, this missed in here is that uh, this this fella Ehud is a lefty. And he draws from the right side, and because you would normally throw your cloak over your left side so that they would see that your left uh, leg is uh, is clean of a sword, and because most people are right-handed, mm-hmm. so he used a, a great deal of uh, tricked him out, a, yeah, a great deal of uh, subterfuge in order to uh, stab this uh, corpulent king. Wow! So he got away with it by being a lefty. So, so God yeah. told him to go and c- commit murder. Then, right? Is that that's well, basically sure what he was... told uh, Agad? Agad? Ehud. Was no, that before? Now, was that story before the whole Ten Commandments thing, where they said, "No, that was after the ten, uh, the ten Commandments." What did the What did the Ten Commandments say about stabbing fat kings? Thou shalt not kill. Well, thou thou shalt he, not murder is specifically what you it says. Got to let me get this line in. It's awesome. Uh, it says, instead of strapping it to his back, Ehud chose to tie it to his thigh. One wonders why the royal guards didn't comment when they frisked Ehud and felt 18 inches of rigid steel <laughs> in his pants. Maybe they just assumed he was Egyptian. <laughs> you have to take that all the way back to the, uh, yeah. the, the Egyptian yeah. verses that were there previously. Yeah, there, you are rewarded uh, in many cases for listening to Free Talk Live for more than one segment if you're a radio listener. <laughs> well, so. yeah, that's, uh, that, that's how comedy Inside works. Inside joke anyway. if you just joined us this segment. So. Right, right. Right, you've got to have the uh, the timing. So there the are comedy. five more uh, bad yes. verses. I say hold on to them. Uh, maybe we'll get to them at another date. Perhaps uh, you'll hold that them for happens. for your. Well, Dale hosts his own show on Sunday night sometimes, so it could vary. Yeah, maybe I'll well. talk about it on my Sunday show because I think it's fun stuff, and more people need to hear this. So, and and fewer of them will hear it if we uh, do an extended edition. So, because our radio listeners will go away here in moments. Anyway, uh, back tomorrow night for the live Saturday edition of the show. Don't uh, miss that. 
We would love to have you there. Freetalklive.com. Don't forget to join Dale on his website, anarchyinyourhead.com, and the countdown begins till whenever the next uh, cartoon is posted. <laughs> All the, right, I'm under pressure. The pressure is on. See you tomorrow night at freetalklive.com. What if the key to achieving liberty in your lifetime was to move together with others who think like you? Liberty activists are joining the Free State Project, which is over halfway to its goal of 20,000 participants. And they're already making the move to New Hampshire. The successes are piling up and are proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move, consider Keen. Keen is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. From demonstrations and vigils to outreach and volunteering, there's a lot going on in Keene. Keene is also the undisputed liberty media capital of the world, with television, talk radio, newsprint, and more, all originating here. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, the busiest liberty forum in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com.